seven o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Hello and welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. I am not Kenny Pick. I'm an incredible simulation. And in spite of popular demand, I, Adam Hebert, have been offered the chance to guest host this wonderful program and our flagship here on Indie Media Weekly. And of course, I'm grateful for the opportunity. So, uh, unfortunately for you guys, you're stuck with me for the, for this week. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um... Join me, uh, as always, you know, I, I'm kind of, you know, the, the race stance of, of Mike Check Radio, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Lagan. Yes, I am the Rogue DM. I am not Joe Santorsa from Scranton, Pennsylvania. You, you are not. You know, no. you, you are not. <laughs> and, uh, come on, come on. I know you want to work. All right, there you go. Um, <laughs> nothing like, uh, anyway, and also joining us out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the Egon Spangler of our, of <laughs> Mike Check Radio, the brains of the outfit, Mr. Miles Lagan, the GM Galaxy Master. Yes, happy to be here, as long as we don't cross the streams. Yes, and that, that makes me, I guess, Pete Vankman. <laughs> hey. Sure. <laughs> the face, which is why we're on radio. <laughs> <laughs> I worked hard yeah. for that one. I worked hard on that one. <laughs> yeah, because because I could be a stand-in very easily for the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man with my my oh, pasty white face. Don't <laughs> say that. Hey, no. I don't go out in the sun. I am as white as white can be. I think I even beat John as far as whiteness is concerned. <laughs> but I am the key master. <laughs> oh, and I did find out I do have American Indian blood. According to my genealogy report, my my gene my gene testing, but it's not North American Indian. It's actually South American Indian. I have Colombian and Peruvian Indian in my blood. Wait, wait. In, does in that my mean, ancestry. Does that mean you have Incan blood? Ah, uh, Peruvian. Well, the Inca and were Colombian. were in yeah. Peru. Yes, I don't know if they were the only group that was in Peru, but they were in Peru. That's kind of cool. Yes. No. No. I'm not. I'm done. I'm, I'm just curious. All right. Um, so Everything yeah, else is almost white bread European. Uh-huh. You know, French, French, German, and English. You know, yeah, that's I, it. I'm so Italian. I don't have blood. I, you know, I don't have garlic in my bloodstream. I have blood in my garlic stream. I'm a vampire's worst <laughs> enemy. Okay. <laughs> garlic is a great herb. Anyway, um, I, I, you know, we're gonna have some fun, but I wanted to open the show talking about this. Um, I, I don't know how much detail is going on in, on Sunday, if anything at all. 
um, because I came home and I lay down for a bit after an, a rather long day at work. Um, but I, I want to take, you know, open the show and talk about, um, the woman we affectionately hear call, refer to as Sister Joe, um, Janet's, Janet's sister. Um, again, I don't know how much detail was going in on Sunday, if any, because from the chats that I saw, it looks like there wasn't a show on Sunday. <laughs> but, um, I, I, like I said, I figured it was, it was worth discussing. Um, for those of you who don't know, um, last week, Sister Joe um, suffered a massive cardiac arrest, a heart attack, and was left in an apparent vegetative state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they sought a second opinion, and it was just as bleak as the first, and so um, Thursday they will be discontinuing life support as per Sister Joe's wishes. And... Yeah. Um, you know, I, I hadn't had a lot of interaction with her in person just because she was on Southern Progress Revival uh, off and on, um, either as a call-in or, or sitting in and whatnot. Um, so I didn't know, you know, I, most of us knew her by her, her her shameless flirting with Joey Word, a.k.a. the cool black dude. And, and, and that was great. You know, that was great, uh, great uh, banter. So, cool. um but, you know, it, it, it's similar to what, you know, I was thinking back about what Kenny told me when, um, and, and I'm not, compa- you know, saying it's the exact same situation, but remember when, when we d- we had to make the decision to put Wizzy down, Kenny was like, well, it was almost like he was a background character in out of Mike Check Radio. And the same holds true for Sister Joe. She was kind of a background character in Southern Progressive Revival. Um... And like I said, I'm not comparing the loss of, of a, you know, someone's sister to the loss of a poop. I'm saying, you know, like I said, their their roles in our network were kind of similar. And, oh, yeah, um, they're, they're lives that touch our own. And uh, any sort of life is sorely lost if you love it, you know. So yes. it's, it, it can be a, uh, it can be a very, very sad thing. Yeah. But after a massive coronary, you know, it's. That that's a scary thing to have happen. Yeah, um, it, it, it's just so sudden, you know. Um, and and again, same thing with with uh, Jonathan Matthews, who was one of my co-hosts and who started Southern Progress Revival. His death was sudden as well. Um, he'd been recovering from an illness, and he had an epileptic seizure that, you know, he Oof. was just weak. He was just weak enough that it stopped his heart, and you know. It's hard, even when it's not someone you didn't know as know super well. It's still hard. She she was she was family. She was part of our family here, and um, you know it, it's a sad situation. But she did leave an advance directive that she did not want. You know something. If this situation happened to her, she did not want to remain on life support indefinitely. And so. Uh, Janet and her family, have, as I said, they've made the decision to discontinue life support on Thursday. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Miles have Miles and I both have stuff like that in our will, you know, DNRs and stuff like that. To, yeah, you know, just limit the, you know, my grandfather the, the pain and suffering when he was diagnosed with prostate cancer, and I was, I was like, you know, when he got his the initial diagnosis, I was. 
I was 18, the, somewhere between 18 and 20, because it's been so long, I honestly don't remember. And um, as part of his living will, he did have a DNR order. Um, so, yeah. Um, thankfully, it didn't come to that. Um, he, he was actually pretty... Um, Um, I don't know how to, you know, his last moments were very lucid. And so, yeah. like I said, it didn't come to having to, you know, the DNR having to come into effect, but he did have a DNR, you know, similar, similar wishes as well. So. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a difficult thing. And, uh, you know, I, I try, I have a self-defense mechanism where I you know, when someone dies, you know, there, there's that hole in your life that, that, that you know that they won't be there anymore. And so I tend to try and focus on the positives, on what they contributed to your life, how they made it better for them being there. And so, I mean, yes, they're going to be gone, but I, 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 as my self-defense mechanism, I try to look at the positives. You know, it's, it's better that they would you let them go rather than they continue to stay and suffer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's it's good that she's not going to be suffering. It's good that, you know, like, like I said, she, um, I was talking, you know, I talked to Jan about it before, you know, about an hour ago. And I asked her, you know, she wanted me to say something about Sister Joe, And she gave me some information. And so I'm assuming that's that's what she was okay with saying. And like I said, the, the cardiac arrest uh, basically put her in a, a constant vegetative state. And to right. you know they've had, they've had a second opinion, and both opinions had the same prognosis, and that that is what prom- my understanding is that was what prompted them to make the decision to discontinue life support. And I'm not arguing against the decision. It is you know again first of all it is Sister Joe's wishes, you know to for this, and second of all you know false hope is never good. Yeah, and it, it's better to just say this is what she wanted. I'm not saying like be pessimistic. I'm just saying it's better to just let it go and say this is what she wanted. It's time, than hold out hope for a medical miracle that is likely not going to happen. Right. Right. Yeah, I hear you. So. So. Hmm. Um. So I don't know what else to say other than safe home, Sister Joe. You will be missed here. Um, you know, um, it's it's sad to, to have to say goodbye like this, but you know, there there are things that you know we can't control. Too true. You know, it sounds like it was just a series of unfortunate circumstances that led to this. Um. Yeah. Just. Live, live each day as best you can. Yeah. Which, which is advice we'll be following in about uh, two, two and a half weeks. Oh, <laughs> you're talking about Atlanta. Yeah, we're gonna be living yeah. it up. We're gonna paint that town blue. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, we, oh, we, that, man. yeah. Ah. So we're going to be me, Miles, Michelle, as well as my sister, my brother-in-law, and my obscenely adorable, toothachingly cute nephew, Kai. We'll be at Anime Week in Atlanta this year. I'm uh, really looking forward to that. We do have a pair of press passes. We're all, we are in. It's like a vampire. We're, once we're invited in, we're in. <laughs> the it. fools! It's too late. It's, it's, too too late. late. 
it's too <laughs> late, baby. It's too late. But no, we're gonna have some fun. And starting Thursday night, because I'll be meeting, we'll be meeting my friends Toby and Nikki, uh, probably at the Cheesecake Factory. If they want to go somewhere different, they need to say so. <laughs> Uh, um, I haven't been to one of those in years, so I, I'm sure I'll be able to find something I want to eat. It's right across the street from the. From, it's at the mall, right across the street from the convention, so it's easy to get there. It's covered by the the transportation the hotel offers, so it's just like no fuss, no muss. How do you? That, they they drive you across the street. Well, I mean, it's not literally across the street. It's about a ten minute oh. walk. It's about ten fifteen minute walk from the hotel. You just ask them for the shuttle, and they take they drop you off right there. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, okay, um, so let me see what, what where where we're at for time. So, yeah, we're gonna have some fun tonight. We got some great audio, including some leftovers so, from from Saturday. Um, just to, to to kick things off, uh, I, I do have a, a funny story about my sister because she went to vote today. It's voting day here in Florida, people. Michelle and I yes. already voted on. We we voted in our uh, absentee ballots. Wait, and, is this uh, a primary or or some? It's a primary. Okay. The, the Florida primary, also Oklahoma, <laughs> and another state that I didn't bother dedicating gray matter to. Yes, yes. there's there's three states. Um, but uh, so, my my sister went to actually to the poll, and um, like Michelle and I back in the day. Um, we registered as Republican to kind of screw with their resources and, you know, them sending us stuff that would just... Oh, go that's track. evil. I like that. I, uh, yeah, yes. so I, that's back in the day. And, and as, a, as a double secret probation safety measure to make sure Michelle and I wouldn't be kicked off the voting rolls because they tend to kick off Democrats. Anyway, so my sister still happens to be registered Republican even though she votes Democrat every time. Now, so she's at the... Um, <laughs> She's at the polling place today, and uh, so she's she's choosing the uh, she's finding out which candidates Trump endorsed and picking the other one. So smart, smart decision making. She went with that method, and as she turned in her um, uh, ballot uh, to the person there, and uh, there's a whole audience of people that are standing in line getting ready to vote right there. And she asks this individual, the, the, the voting person right there, sitting right there in front of everybody, how do I change my registration from Republican to Democrat? <laughs> and the person <laughs> answered her question, oh, you just need to go here, do this, do that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, thank you. And just left them all right standing there. So <laughs> just a, just a little uh, display for everyone there at that voting booth, just to hear a person just audibly going, how do I stop being a Republican? <laughs> oh, oh man! I wonder how many people got a bee in their bonnet at hearing that. Yeah. Speaking of bees and bonnets, I hear Trump's calling people and screaming at them. Yeah, but but so anyway, um, we're gonna have some fun tonight. Uh, we've got special Mad Libs picked out right here. Yes, you can hear them being flapped and. Uh, and uh, some some leftover uh, uh, some some leftovers from my check rate that we get to some new stuff. Uh, Kenny will join us for hour three. Thinking, thinking, thinking. Uh, other than that, I kind of I you know I've got audio prepared, but not necessarily a a super solid plan. But anyway, uh, we are, we like it's going to be a good show. I'm feeling confident, and. 
Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about uh, Schittler's note. Very good. You know, it's like this is the second week where, I mean, he just you can tell. I mean, as far as I know, Kane doesn't have a Trump theme. Should we uh, queue up our own? Oh, oh, the the greatest American zero one you're referring to? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Why well, let's let's talk about the greatest American zero. We're gonna borrow one of our jingles. The no puppet. States, no puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's pretty clear. You won't admit. No, you're the, the right. I'm gonna bomb the shit out of them. Hey, when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. I move in here like a bitch. No politician <laughs> in history, and I say this I with great purity has been treated worse or more unfairly. <laughs> oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. He's going like, I don't remember. I don't, oh, maybe that's what I said. I'm really not a bad person, by the way. I do get good ratings, you have to admit that. I'm not ranting and raving. I'm just telling you, you know, you're dishonest people. Nuclear Holocaust would be like no other. Russia is fake news. Russia, this is fake news put out by the media. She doesn't have the stamina. I said she doesn't have the stamina. Guys, I know we've done some fucked up things before, but I think this takes the fucked up cake. Yeah, America, you done fracked up. Oh, man. Oh, uh, the stupid so, things that man continues to say. So, yeah, he's had a bad week. He's and we're starting the second <laughs> week of, uh, oh, man. <laughs> Well, let's get to this, because, uh, 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 oh, wait, I already said we would, uh, so, shit, I said we would sit in this until, until the third hour, uh, but that's okay, uh, well, we can, we can, 18 we can minutes in, the stream. 18, <laughs> 18 minutes in, folks, and we've already hit a brick wall, it's a new record! What's the problem? The audio is gonna, well, okay, let's talk about, um, because he had another person flipped, didn't he, Miles? Uh, right now. Well, than, last uh, week he had Pecker. Yeah, he, had, he, had, Pecker. he picked and the pack of Pecker problems. I think it was Friday. I think it was Friday that, that, that uh, the um, Weiss, Weisenberg? Weisselberg? Yeah. And, and and I didn't know the name, Alan. you know, so you had to send me some links. Oh, oh Alan Weisselberg. Weisselberg. So. Weiselberg. So this is the gentleman that was in charge since Trump's father started the Trump organization. And 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 this uh, Weiselberg's father from what I understand was the guy that ran it before him. And so this guy's been there for like four decades. He knows. He knows everything. where bodies are buried. He knows it all. Yeah, he knows Every where like yeah. That this place wrote had to go through Trump, and this guy knows everything. And so it's a, and and for him to ask for uh, immunity, see, a, a prosecution just doesn't up and say, "Hey, let's just give you immunity just because." No, 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 you no. Have no. To, that, you have to have some. It, they have to know you're in trouble, and they have to know that what you have to offer is worth them offering immunity in the first place. So, 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 so is this guy a criminal lawyer, basically? Uh... Seriously, when the going gets tough, you don't want a criminal lawyer, right? You want a criminal lawyer. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Absolutely. So yeah, the 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 stuff. If you think I, I would, I could have very well imagined that the reason Trump was calling up people and screaming at them was because of the stress just from this guy alone. Not to say that Pecker doesn't have stuff as well, but Weisel, Alan Weiselberg. Like I said, wow. he knows. He like me. He knows where all the bodies are buried. And Weiselberg was just in charge of the Trump organization, and now you have, because Trump is a dummy, you have the rest of Trump's family, Ivanka, Donnie Jr., Eric, and probably even Kushner to a degree, I don't know what, but they're the names, they're the family involved in the Trump organization. And so when Weiselberg makes actions writing checks or whatever and and these people also sign off on it or make it happen or whatever so they are in jeopardy and for for trump to look at his little boy or his little girl now being in jeopardy and gonna get goose stepped up some stairs into a nice nice air-conditioned courtroom oh my god i am i have fantasies i have fantasies of, of visualizing this because what happened last week everybody that was the ss trump tannic hitting the iceberg Near it plowed far. right in there. and right now things are starting to fill with water the trump the the, the, the trump tannic looks okay at the moment it's just sitting there in the water but the water's starting to fill in those de- those those holds and they're starting to fill up yeah, but eventually we're going to start to see it list. We're going to start to see it start to sink a little bit in the waterline. Now, that it's going to be a slow process. We still have a ways to go before things get to the exciting part. And the exciting part for me, what I am looking forward to, and I am a cruel individual. I have a mean streak in me, and I apologize for that. We love you <laughs> despite that, Miles. Thank you. Thank you so much. So the exciting part that I'm looking forward to, and I hope everyone has this in well, uh, 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 this thought process in well, is when... Because, um, uh, one quick step back, the flipping of Pecker and Weiselberg, that's not, that's not the people on the Trump Tannic. That's like the officers of the, and the crew operating the ship knowing this thing's boned and they're getting on the life rafts and they're leaving. What I'm looking forward to is when the, when the Trump Tannic, it's obvious to the rest of the people in the Trump administration that things are so bad that they start jumping into that freezing cold water because that's preferable to what's to staying on the ship. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to this, the, the, the absolute bailing. I mean, I'm not old enough to remember the Nixon administration, but I imagine that must have been some exciting stuff to watch as that, that, that just absolutely fell you were apart. Just, you were just a wee slip of a lad. Indeed. I know. I was I was born in '67, and so '63. Uh, I was just six years old. I, I mean, I have some memories of like first grade. I think I have memories of kindergarten. Yep, I, do. I have some memories of kindergarten, but before that, not not much really. So, sadly, no, I don't have the Nixon the Nixon memories to help. I wasn't really politically aware until like you know Reagan. Ugh. Anyway, but so yes. Schadenfreude, waiting for the ship to start. Everyone uh, on the ship start panicking and just uh, bailing in, into the ocean, as uh, it were. You know, we do have a, a, a bump for, or not a bump for that, a, a drop for that. That's, uh, That's Schadenfreude. 
Indeed. Yeah, I mean, you know what? At this, you know, and, and here's the thing. I think that at this point, it is not wise for Democrats to fo- to be talking up impeachment. What they need I to agree. do is just say we're going to invest. You know, we will invest. We will be fair minded. We 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 are interested in justice. This isn't a political. This isn't a political uh, vendetta. But we will use our subpoena power, and if there is corruption in this administration, we will root it. I'm willing to settle for him being a one-term president and for his legacy in history books being that he was a traitor installed through Russian help and that he brought down the Republican Party. As long as that's what the history books say about him, I'm willing to wait until 2020. I don't see him lasting. I I see him resigning. I have always said that if it comes to, if it comes to pass that it looks like he might be impeached, and if think you know you got to remember once if Kavanaugh gets put on the Supreme Court, Republicans have everything they want from that they need from Trump. They have everything yeah. that they need from Trump for the next two years. They will kick him to the curb. The knives will come out, and they they can deal with Mike Pence because Mike Pence is basically what um what's the what's the guy named after the Muppet. Grover Norquist, remember how he said, we only need um, a president who's smart enough to hold a pen and sign whatever we put. <laughs> Mike Pence is, is that guy. He has zero charisma. He's just there to be a cattle prod yeah. on Trump and make sure Trump does everything the extreme right wants. He's basically a babysitter. I would like to discuss Kavanaugh a little bit after the break. Oh, sure. Because uh, uh, that's that that situation has improved. Uh, I us. don't get it's your hopes bleak, up. Don't get but your hopes it has up. Improved. Do not get your hopes up because the governor right. of Arizona is a hardcore right wing Republican, and this person will put a red hat in the Senate. Oh, he's required by Arizona law to replace McCain with a person of the same party. Yes, that's, but that's, that's that's state law. But, he, but he, he, yeah, he, even if going, it was a Democratic uh, 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 governor. He could not put in a Democrat in the yes, but my he point is he's not. We're trading although he can put in a, a reasonable Republican, I guess you but, could say. But my point is we're trading a somewhat reasonable Republican. Although I, you know, I'll talk about jump my thoughts, but I've had time to think about it, and you know, maybe it was a bit crass on Saturday. But here's the thing: before we go to break, I will never denigrate his service to this country in Vietnam, and. I will, you know, look, I mean, he did some good things. He did, but the majority of his career was consistently putting party above country. I'm sorry, but that's the truth. And that's the. He didn't do it with the torture thing with W. But you know what? A lot of that was he had a vendetta against W for going after his adopted daughter. You don't think it had anything to do with him being tortured in Vietnam? Oh, I think it did. But like the climate change stuff, him, him speaking against W. On climate change, that was. Oh all no, about, no, there are other was, issues. He was you know, party over country, sure. But yeah, he, the, not, the Republican Party is bought and sold and paid for by the corporations, no doubt. I, here's here's the thing. Here's my point. I, I you know I'm I'm glad he is at peace. And again, I'm not going to denigrate his military service like you know certain people have. Schindler! I'm sorry, my 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 allergies, Michelle are. are uh, uh, but I'm not going to pretend like he was a saint among men. No, he, he was wasn't. he was part of the key he was part of the Keating Five. He voted against Martin Luther King Day. 
and again, he consistently when I mean, Trump mocked his military service, and he still voted in lockstep with Trump most of the time. Eighty-three percent, according to John Peterson. Eighty-three percent. This man, like I said. I'm not going to touch his military service. That is, as far as I'm concerned, that is impe- unimpeachable. He, he served this country with honor and distinction, and I am grateful for that. But I am not going to pretend like he was this great man just because he died two day- three days ago. No, I can agree with that. And I, but he, I'm had, seeing- he had small moments that, sh- uh, that, that, that where he stood out, but otherwise, yeah, he, he was the typical Republican. But but when 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 the Turtle Man said, "I'm getting rid of the filibuster," what did he do? He voted with mm. the rest of the GOP. He voted for a naked power grab. Typical, yeah. Well, that's normal. That's normal operating procedure for the, the GOP base. And GOP. So again, I'm not going to pretend like he was a saint among men. No, I'm no, sorry, but said that. the the bad the bad with McCain far outweighs the good. That I will also agree with. Yes, and, but I'm seeing too many liberals on Twitter saying, "Oh, he was an honorable man. He was a great man." Oh, no, man. no, he wasn't mm. an honorable man. He wasn't a great man. When he when he lost to President Obama, he basically turned into a bitter old troll. He definitely had flaws. Pretty consistent about it, but, you know. You know, in that, that exchange, you know that exchange that I was playing where he supposedly defended Obama? He, no, he's not an Arab. He's he's a good family man. That's we can, not... We can, all right. Uh, I'll just say we can point out his flaws all night, but I'd rather just not speak of the ill of the dead all night long on, if we can just, you know, just say our piece and say, all right, all right. I'm, uh, that's yeah. it. You know, I'm just okay, tired good. of seeing people elevate this man to sainthood. Cool. Perfect time uh, for break. All right, we'll be right back after this for more. Uh, the, the what, what are we on? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com.
when you drive between the cones. Old pickup beds all rusted in the front yard. No one tries to keep up with Mr. Jones. Work hard all day. Now it's time to unload when the sun rolls down on Hi, this is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio and Midnight Sun. Normally, we here at Indie Media Weekly would do these station IDs, but today we have a special guest. You're listening to Indie Media Weekly, and I'm Lex Lang. That's IndieMediaWeekly.com, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss. Heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it. It's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and be sure to listen to my music program, The Night Show, every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. The Night Show features a broad selection of eclectic music from my personal library, as well as your requests. So be sure to visit IndieMediaWeekly.com and find the tab for The Night Show. Join the chat and submit your requests every Friday from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern on The Night Show. Only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com for those who dare.
This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a work, it's showtime! And we are back on the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. I am not Kenny Pick, I am an incredible simulation, the auto-autopilot of the program for this week. I am Adam Hebert, who you can hear every Saturday night on Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert, live 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Of course, I also have my music show, Midnight Sun, where we play the latest and greatest in J-pop, J-rock, as well as music from anime, movies, and video games. And of course, you can hear me on other programs as well. I do occasionally uh, help on Tim Cormel's show, as well as, uh, rarely, on Southern Progressive Revival, Call Me Wes. <laughs> but uh yeah so that you know i will be summing for kenny this week as his garage gets built and i'm I, i'm hoping it's gonna be a nice one he i told him i wanted pictures of this as soon as it's done so anyway uh join me as always out of the city of port st Lucie, florida the rogue dm dungeon master the the uh, king to my meliotis no, no one's gonna get that. Never. Uh, we'll just go with the Ghostbusters bit again. The race dance to my Pete Venkman, Michelle Legon. Yep, I am here. Um, happy to look out the weather. Been raining on and off a little bit. Uh, hopefully, Rain and Bobber across the state are having nice, clear weather while they're on vacation. I it's think it's pretty cool. I think Bob mentioned something about thunder clouds, but I could have misread that. Well, it's Florida. You know, yeah. you're you're only you know a couple minutes away from a thunderstorm at any one particular time, even if it's a cla- even if the sky is perfectly clear. Uh-huh. So, all right, and also joining us, the Egon Spangler to my Pete Venkman, the GM Galaxy Master, and my co-host. And I don't know if you guys just heard, there was thunder outside. We jinxed it. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, uh, no, I, I miles gone, but. Uh, Oh, thank you. Hello. And uh, might I also add, I have extraordinary skills in pressing buttons. Yes. <laughs> he, also collects, he also collects spores, molds, and fungus. And <laughs> as I mentioned before, I'm the Pete Venkman of this group. I'm the face, which is why I'm on radio and not TV. So there we go. All right. You and me both. <laughs> oh, come now. Uh, but, uh, us, so we're going to be doing things a little differently tonight. I don't have access to the call-in line, so we'll be doing reverse call-in. Uh, so towards, uh, start, uh, at, se- uh, I almost said 7.15, it's 7.39 now. <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm, I'm thinking that it's, uh, you know, we're doing, we're supposed to be, um, starting around 7.20, if you want to, uh, uh, do reverse call-in, let Miles and or Michelle know. They will pick whoever they think is the prettiest and give me the phone number to call. And then for Mad Libs tonight, we're going to start doing submissions as soon as we come back for the from the uh, at the top of the final hour. Um, In case you didn't in case you don't listen to Mike Check Radio, I 
have a lot of trouble focusing on more than one thing at a time. So I'm delegating the role. Of, you know, basically, if you you know submissions for for that sort of stuff, just go through Miles and Michelle. They will pr- put together a list of your submissions, and I will fill out the mad, our very special Mad Libs, of which I've picked out three. Uh, I'll fill those out during the last break, and we'll do them uh, with Kenny. So, again, like I said, it's not that I don't want to talk to you, to you guys. I really do. It's just that uh, I, my Ritalin is out of my system, so I, I have to restrict what I focus, what I'm, you know, when I'm focusing. I can't juggle many balls. I flunked out of cloud college. Can you believe that, Michelle? Well, juggling is difficult. Heck, I'm just thrilled when you remember to unmute. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, you know, I wonder if this this little bit from my authorized biography might be why I was also thrown out of clown college. I just dug this up. And he packed up everything that was special to him and set set off for college. <laughs> One day later, he was expelled from college because he did not own pants. <laughs> so. <laughs> And this is me. I'll just say this now. This is me sincerely hoping I get to see you not wearing pants after the election. (laughs) (laughs) But remember, we have to take both the House and the Senate. Oh, yeah. So the House, I'm going to just I'm just going to say that's that's going to happen. But yes, for those that do not know, there is an inside. Well, not wager so much. It's just Adam dedicating himself that. If we take back, if we get 51 um, uh, Democrats in the Senate, well, let's just say I 49 will... Republicans because there's there's two independents, that you will, yes, go ahead, tell us what you're going to do. I committed to walking around downtown at the Bull Weevil Monument with my pants around my ankles saying I am a ninny. <laughs> but it's not yeah, going to happen. Up, it's not going to happen. Oh, sh- no, it's no way it could happen. There, see, I just did reverse psychology. That means it's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you boys. <laughs> I will probably, so, but you do realize that if I get arrested for indecent exposure, you're on the hook for my bail, right? You can wear, you can wear um, shorts underneath your pants. I just want the picture of you with your pants around your ankles holding the sign. You can conceal the shorts with the sign that says "I am a ninny." That is acceptable. <laughs> we will let our imaginations fill in the appropriate blanks. What sort of diseased imaginations do you guys have? No, I, I know you'll be wearing shorts. It's okay. I have my, nothing my, my, to my do mind with is, this. My <laughs> mind is not in the gutter. It is perfectly clean. I have nothing to uh-huh. know. Yes, yes, that's. This is all Miles, baby. What? Yeah. No, 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 no. Adam first brought this up, and I just grabbed onto it like Loki holding onto a little mouse. (laughs) No. Fair enough. All right. But yeah, so. All right, let's talk about the. We didn't get to this audio Saturday. Uh, This is uh, Senator Rick Santorum. Oh, God. Talking about the Bob Mueller case, and I, you know, I thought yet. I wonder if we still have. I know he has a Rick Santorum jingle somewhere. Yeah. 
I know there's a. Never mind. I know that I know. You know. Nope, it's not there. So we'll just have to, you know, Rick sent our. Uh, okay, so here he. Uh, I'm just gonna play this, and we're gonna sigh heavily at the stupidity of this. This morning about the Russian sure. investigation, including writing this morning, quote, study the late Joseph McCarthy because we're now in a period with Mueller and his gang that, uh, that make Joseph McCarthy look like a baby rigged witch hunt. What do you make of that, President Trump, comparing Mueller to Joe McCarthy? Uh, I mean, seriously, I mean, as was said earlier, M Mueller hasn't said word one since this whole thing began. Comparing him to Joseph McCarthy when Mueller is the total hero, but it, but it is ironic that uh, McCarthy's, McCarthy's lawyer was Roy Cohn, and every few days, Trump is asking, well, where's my Roy Cohn? Who's going to defend me? One wonders who's the real McCarthy. But it's also very ironic that he says that a few days after he puts out his hit list, his enemies list. If anybody right, remembers exactly. the McCarthy period, that's exactly what he did. It's he had a list of people he was going after. Exactly. He had all of the people he was going to take the security clearances away from. Right. It's all, that's it's also, it's also worse than ironic. Um, McCarthyism was bad because it was an undemocratic project yes, trying to go. root out uh, differences in <laughs> ideology. There's nothing undemocratic about trying to get to the bottom of whether Russia hacked our elections and had the help of people inside the White House. Thank you. There is nothing wrong with pursuing a possible crime, you morons. But, but wait, Rick Santorum is uh, is gonna decide to uh, to uh, um, step in it. Where's some of the shirts? Uh oh. You don't want to uh -oh. hear. You don't want to hear that. You, you, you know. Do you, need, it, do you need me to improvise? No. Please don't. <laughs> there we are. Ew. Please, please don't <laughs> improvise shirts. I, 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 I don't want to lose all of Kenny's audience. Okay. Uh, all right. I just, I'm here to help. Thank you for for that. Uh, but here is. For, thank God, former Senator Rick Santorum, with a simple solution to this problem. If, if Bob Mueller wanted Hello? to avoid uh, claims of McCarthy, former senator. he'd be investigating what, what's going on within DOJ uh -oh. and the FBI with respect I'm to... Showing, I'm still connected to the internet. Did we lose Adam? Did he take a lightning hit and lose power? I'm here. Power? Uh oh. Hello? Uh oh, indeed. Hello? Um, oh, no idea. Okay. Hello, hello, I, hello. I see you. I see me. Hang on. Let me get back into Skype. I see Adam. Okay. Oh, no. He just said something. Adam said something? How the hell yeah, and, did my... What did you do? I don't know! <laughs> I... You're like... <laughs> we, we were talking though. We're like, we don't know where he is. I don't right know. Now. I'm like, am I on the? Am I online? Yes. Okay. And it, it, somehow I I was muted in Skype, but I didn't yeah, press the mute. I didn't press the mute button. Like I said, I'm just thrilled when you're not muted. But I didn't <laughs> do it. Right. No. No. Of course not. It's the no. Russians. The Russians yeah. are hacking you. Hold on. Renlins. Hold on. Let me see. There's uh, what's, a, what's a uh, what's a Japanese uh, mythology equivalent of a gremlin? 
uh, and uh, the Kamaitachi. Sure, let's say it was that. The wind weasel, the the or well, sickle weasel. <laughs> but I don't see any sort of hotkeys. It's okay, for the Adam. Mute we button. forgive you. Yeah, that's <laughs> all right. Everybody let's else get... got to hear Michelle and I. That's the normal panic mode that Michelle and I enter when Adam does this. It's okay, everybody. I I didn't do anything. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's okay. It's okay. Let let let's it's let's right. hear the sheer stupidity of uh, of Santorum here. Yeah, I'm innocent. If if Bob Mueller wanted to avoid uh, claims of McCarthyism, he'd be investigating what what's going on within DOJ and the FBI with respect to Hillary Clinton and all these other things. It's not his job to avoid hints of McCarthyism by the president. Yeah, it's 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 his job to do a thorough investigation. And, and who says he isn't? And, he, and he's and he's ignoring a huge How amount do you know? of. Oh, come on. Well, there's certainly no evidence <laughs> that he's looking into well, this. Know what it's because there's because it's been dead <laughs> and passed over. Yeah. It's like we don't know what he's special got. investigation into the gods. have to go. I mean, really, you're going to bring that I up just, again? The- all right. I uh, I saw that 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 uh, cartoon, the political cartoon that you commented on on Facebook, Adam. It was the one showing uh, Giuliani trying to shield Trump from this uh, officer of the court holding a Bible, looking like ready for testifying. It's a trap. <laughs> and my response was, "Great job, Admiral Crapbar." <laughs> yes, that's. Uh, yeah, protecting Trump from yeah having to testify and tell the truth. Yeah, no, no, that's a trap, a perjury. Tra- oh, the poor guy. <sighs> so yeah, Centaurum just chiming in with like, oh no, this is a McCarthy thing. Oh, Hold on, I got the clip. You know, it's a trap. <laughs> I, I just, oh god. It just it, they've already hit the iceberg. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, the I, ship I is. Am... Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing is that they're basically saying, "Well, if you don't want me to hit you, make me my damn sandwich." <laughs> I just. I, I mean, I think I'm not okay. trying to trivialize domestic abuse, but that's basically what's going on here. It says, "If you don't give me what I want, and I won't hurt you." Things are th- this bad for Trump. One, I've heard talk that he's actually considering, despite all of his uh, lawyers and advisors' uh, opinions to the contrary, pardoning Manafort, which will unleash the hounds of hell. That that is just oh. any attempt to par- to pardon Manafort will basically be de facto obstruction of justice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because when you accept the pardon, you admit guilt. <laughs> so that's a, that's a requirement of accepting a, a pardon. Uh, much to uh, uh, Joe Arpaio's uh, shock and dismay at hearing that. I what? <laughs> that's a great clip to find, to look up on <laughs> when he's on that news show interview and he's going... You just admitted what? No, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fun to watch. Anyway, so after this a pardoning of um, Manafort, ah, uh, either either he will like get rid of Sessions. He's gonna try and fire Mueller. It's the, the history's going to repeat itself. So here's the question: Who is this 
um, uh, uh, circus's version of Bork. You know, that is an excellent question, and I don't know. I don't either. But that's going to be interesting. Who's going to fill those shoes? History will. I fully expect history to repeat itself. Fully. It's it, it's really amazing how much, you know, uh, Trump's been taped. Trump's been just floundering around. Look at, oh, eh, oh, attacking the news, the media. It's it's all. <sighs> I'm yep. sorry. I'm enjoying this too much. Uh, hold on. I got, I got this from Kenny. One second. We'll, we'll do it on the back end. Thank you, Kenny. That that has to be a, uh, a, a Rocky Mountain Mike thing, right? No, that's him. That's Kenny. That's no, Kenny's that's Kenny. Oh, I Kenny's got that. a few of them, hon. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, didn't he's know got that. a lot of them. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, I'm sorry. I stand corrected. You bad man, you. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I thought I, I stand corrected. Okay. Yeah, that that's Kenny singing. I mean, <laughs> unlike Trump, I will apologize when I make a mistake. Hug. I'm not perfect. Hug. So. <laughs> but I mean, uh, like yeah. I, anyway, that is just insane. It basically, like I said, if you, <laughs> you know, stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. I mean, that's. <laughs> Rick Santorum, uh, the, the, it is really just, this is the old guard, the good old boy network, continuing their lame attempt to circle the wagons and try and protect their emperor for as long as they can before it all goes to pieces. Yes. That's all, that's all this is, really. It's the, what else can they do? What They, they have no other options. It, I mean, when you see McConnell walking the, the halls of the Capitol, refusing to answer any of the questions, and him looking like, you know, he he just wants to bury his head in the back in his shell, while he's, you know, <laughs> there silence. There's total silence from the GOP on this. They are not. Um, oh, did you hear about the list? I posted the list in our chat. Not this chat, but uh, um, the, the list about the, the what the Republicans are saying the Democrats are going to have hearings on when they. Well, why don't we why don't we get the why don't we get to that when we come back from break because that's a long yes. list. It sure oh, yeah. is. Oh yes. Woo. And it's gonna you know it's a long list and I I I I and I I support Sean for and Kenny accepts your apology, Miles. Oh. He, he's not going to give you the kiss of death this time. Okay. So. Next time. But yeah. next time, Gadget. Next time. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so we'll talk about that next. Uh, we're going to go to break. And uh, when we come back, we'll go over this launch. <laughs> it's like, I'm looking over this list and I'm like, yeah. Okay. Where's, where's, <laughs> where's, the, where's, the, where's the bad part? 
<laughs> so we'll talk about that and and like I said don't forget starting at about uh, 20 after the hour if you want also don't forget birthday banners boners etc etc feed them through Miles Michelle please you, if I start juggling too many balls everything will come apart at the seams not what that it has happened? a did Adam mute again I'm kidding. You're not muted. I, I, I knew. That's why I didn't say anything. I did not fu- I did not step on the rig this time. Aren't you proud uh, of me, Michelle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw it coming. I saw it coming. I was like, no. I, I, I looked at my button. It wasn't muted. <laughs> but I made you look. <laughs> yeah, but I stayed quiet the entire time. <laughs> we are good. Ready for break. All right, we'll be right back after this for the second hour of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. We'll be right back. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Ah, that's adorable. That's getting awkward, and now it's just plain creepy. KennyPick.com And now, on with the show. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. And welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up Night with Kenny Pick. I am not Kenny Pick. I am Adam Hebert, sitting in for the for uh, my brother from another mother as his new garage gets built at long last. Anyway, I am joined, as always, out of the great city of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the rogue DM Dungeon Master, Michelle Legon. That is me, and I'm glad to be here. And also out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, Mr. Miles Legon. Hello. And uh, Kenny will be joining us in Hour 3, so just a reminder for those of you... Uh, we we will be doing reverse call-in tonight and Friday. So those of you who want who want to be considered for it, please let Michelle and or Miles know, and they will pick the one they think is prettiest to come on to do reverse call-in. <laughs> I am just gonna flip a coin. So. <laughs> that that works too. Roll a d twenty. You know, we we Kenny said we can't nerd it up too much, but we can nerd it up a little. So someone throw a d twenty. I don't care. So all right. So when last previously on turn up night with Kenny Pick, uh, we were talking about this this list that the Republicans um, put together of stuff that the Democrats are going to investigate. If, um, I'm sorry, my brain is just, uh, if the Democrats take the House and take the House, 
uh, so uh, yeah, start investigations. Miles, would you like to start going over some of those, please? Uh oh, gosh, I should pull up the Google. Where did I put the list? I got the list here somewhere. Da, 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 da. Scrolling, scroll. There it is. Ooh, exciting! All right, so uh, some of the things that will be investigated. Uh, let's see. According to this list, the the Republicans are expecting the Democrats to look into President Trump's tax returns, Trump's family businesses, and whether they comply with the emoluments clause. <laughs> that alone will be fun. Uh, Trump's dealings with Russia, including the preparation is meeting with Putin, uh, the payment to Stephanie Clifford, uh, the firing of James Comey, uh, the firing of U.S. attorneys. Now, that one I'm not too familiar on. Are there some attorneys that Trump went after and uh, purged uh, inappropriately? I don't recall. Nothing comes to mind on this. Yeah, either way. Uh, his proposed transgender ban, which, I, as I recall, is that a... Is that was that a thing that the uh, Supreme Court ruled on? Or is uh, that from no, the, from I don't the, believe so. No, just, but but the okay, Department of Defense has been Obama. The the DOD has basically said we're we're you know no, right. no right yes as they should. Uh, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin's business dealings with the White House staff personnel and email use. Uh, Cabinet Secretary uh, travel office expenses and other misused perks. Um, discussion of classified information at Mar-a-Lago. Yes, he did do that when he goes on his little dinners and parties. At, at uh, He has his high-paying friends show up, and he just starts flapping his jowls as he does. Uh, the Jared Kushner's ethics laws compliance. <laughs> I can see so many chances here for people to be put under oath, and things going to be really awkward. Uh, dismissal of the EPA Board of Scientific Counselors. Oh. <laughs> that's a good one. Travel ban. No surprise there. Family separation policy. Oh. Oh, the hurricane response to Puerto Rico. Now, that, that I would love to see some real change in this country because Wyoming, the smallest I think they're even smaller than Alaska as far as population is concerned. I could be wrong. Alaska's pretty damn small. But Wyoming is down. It has like a population of 600K-ish, you know, a little more, a little less, but it's right around there. The District of Columbia has like 750K. That tiny, tiny, tiny little place right around our capital, that is got 700,000 United States citizens that are not represented because Wyoming has two senators and a House of Rep a Representative. And D.C.'s got nothing. They only got one representative, I think, that can't vote. And Puerto Rico is in the same boat. Puerto Rico has 3.3 million people? It's huge compared to Wyoming. And they've got nothing. And those are all American citizens, thanks to us annexing them before we did a draft for World War One because that's America and we're so so good about stuff like that. Where was I? Uh, Puerto Rico. Election security and hacking attempts, and finally, uh, White House security clearances. What could go wrong? Yeah. Well, I'm sure there's other things too, but that's that's the list of 18. 
the 18 item list uh the, the, oh there's See, all I, kinds and of... i was this isn't a leak this is deliberate they're trying to motivate their base to show up even though they're getting their asses kicked in the polls it's not going to save them no it's not going to save them no it, it may keep one or two seats from flipping but it's not going to be enough to save the house hell no it's it's um i mean with their their attempt did you hear about the district in georgia that they tried to shut down seven polling places in this county that is like 60 70% african american yes i heard about that it got shut so, down so that kind of shenanigans and it it got shut down it was a unanimous vote of you know the both people that were on the board said no <laughs> we're not doing that so uh, but that's the kind of shenanigans. That's how that shows you how desperate they are. I think I think the GOP is really scared, and they should be. They should be scared. It, this is coming off the rails. This is where you start to see the boat list. Oh yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how things go. I mean, Ryan knew it was going to end. That's why he didn't run. He's check. He's cashing in, going for the Coke brother money or whatever. So. They, they should be scared. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, speaking, speaking of uh, the security clearances, so uh, Admiral Mike Mullen was on, I believe, MSNBC uh, talking about how he's based... Tr- Schittler basically has an enemies list. Yes. Yeah. So here's cut one from that. Attention is being uh, oh, paid to him. That's not You've MSNBC. The... I'm sorry. He was on um, Mike Wallace's show. No. No, Chris Wallace. I, I always get the Wallaces confused. Mike is older. <laughs> Chris is the son. All right. Anyway. Seen the list of one current and eight former uh, intelligence officials whose clearances the president is reviewing and their reports. That the president and the White House have already drafted documents to remove some or all of their clearances. What's the danger here? Why are you and uh, the the 14 or so other former senior intelligence or military officials, why is everybody so upset about this? Well, I mean, one of the things for somebody uh, uh, of my age, uh, it immediately uh, brings back the whole concept of, uh, of the enemies list for uh, you know under president nixon and and even before that in the uh, you know in the early fifties the mccarthy era where where the administration starts putting together lists of individuals that don't agree with them uh, and that uh, historically obviously has proven incre- incredibly uh... problematic for the country uh... so oh, wait. So yeah, I mean this this enemies list is problematic for the country. Yeah, I I just you know, <laughs> and I mean, and the things that they don't realize that they're only hurting themselves in the future because guess what, they're not going to be in power in perpetuity. Even if they somehow manage to win in twenty twenty, Schittler's gone in twenty twenty four. So what's to stop a Democrat from coming and saying, yeah, every Republican ever has their gets their security clearance stripped mm. and they don't yeah. have anyone to blame but themselves it the 
the problem with Trump is he is so what pronoid he can't concede what all right the enemies list Trump can't stop himself from retaliating against people he views as attacking him case in point John McCabe I mean as as bad as he was, he deserved to have the flags flown at half staff. Yeah, I agree. For, for the service to his country, you know, you know, and and Trump viewed John McCain as such a uh, person that hurt him that he could not bring himself. Well, he I think he ultimately did, but after what twenty four hours, or it was even begrudging. So yeah, that Trump can't stop himself from attacking from making a list of people that he feels he needs to get back at because that's how he was raised when he gets hit he has to hit back 10 times harder blah 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 yeah and and the sad thing is that republicans seem to confuse that for strength and that's not strength no no it's 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 it's, it's being a child it's <laughs> having a child's mentality you know you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you right back, but I'm going to make it even meaner. It's like the, the, the mean girls in high school going after, you know, the unpopular girls. You know, it's just, I don't understand. <sighs> Sorry. No, no, it's fine. No, <laughs> it makes, I, I, it, I agree with it you. It makes me tired. <laughs> so, just wait for it. It's going to get exciting. Mm. Yeah, uh, no, I, I mean, I, like I said, we're watching a slow motion car crash. Yeah, well, yes, yes, uh, uh, derailing, sinking uh, of Trump Tannic. Yes, it's this is very slow motion. There is no, no, uh, there is no way uh, this ends well for Trump. Everything. I mean. Oh. Uh, I'm I, I I I'm looking forward to um, to when Trump crosses the line that that because the 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 one difference with now between Nixon and Trump is Nixon had a political party that was did not have their heads up the asses so far that they couldn't stand up to Nixon. Nixon had people that were willing to stand up to him and say, hey. It's over. We can't support this anymore. It's done. This this GOP party, unfortunately, you know their their lack of spine, due mainly in part to the the absolute. What's the term I'm looking for? Sycophantishness. I mean, the support in the Trump party in the GOP. It is his party now. Yeah. It's so solid that the GOP politicians are scared to death to oppose him and so that's why you're just seeing them saying nothing you know you have a few that are retiring like flake and you know and, they, and they're feeling the freedom to speak their minds uh but you know it's over it, it's just a matter of time before you know the, the writing on the wall puts it to the point where uh yeah there there will a, a tipping point will be reached and that will happen once the uh, the base of the GOP, um, you know, because 
I, how, did anybody notice how much of a hit Trump took when Cohen uh, came in uh, admitting guilt and Manafort was found guilty? I mean, Trump, I mean, the, the, there's definite polls about how um, the, the improvement on uh, Mueller, for example, so where before it was just like, yeah, Mueller's kind of this, kind of that. But once those guilty pleas came in, I think there was a spike in, in support of Mueller. Yeah, no, I, yeah. And, and like I said, I mean, he's basically acting like a mob boss in an enemies list. Oh, Flipping yeah. should be illegal. Well, that, that's the thing that um, Mueller is doing is this is being proceeded with moving forward as a uh, crime family uh, prosecution. They're, they're, they're taking it apart exactly. You know, we're talking RICO. I don't know what RICO stands for, but I know it's used for organized crime. What does RICO stand for? I'm going to look that up while you talk amongst yourselves. Um, Kat, Kat was saying the word you were probably looking for was obsequious. Oh, great. Another word Obsequi- I got to look up. <laughs> obsequious. It sounds it's really good. Great- I everyone, like the word. Everyone write that down. There will be a test at the end of the show. Word, the word of the day of the for day. us. Obsequious. <laughs> Thank you, Kat. Uh, Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act. Racketeering. Nice. Oh, sweet. All right. Are we close enough that you want to take a call or do you want to, you know? No, uh, we'll do that. We'll do reverse call in uh, next segment after name calling, which I will volunteer to do. We've got special. We got a special plan for Friday. Oh, have we got a special plan for Friday? For Friday's uh, name calling, um, so yeah, start my chat room and uh, like I said, you guys decide who gets who gets the, who gets to call in who gets called. But uh, let's get to this. Uh, here's no another. Volunteers yet? <laughs> What's wrong with you people? You don't want to talk to me, Adam, the sweet flower of the airwaves. How do you blame them? Oh no, just kidding. No, there's nothing wrong with them if they don't want to talk to me. In fact, that's that's probably that's probably uh, you know the, for the best. Uh, so uh, here is um, apparently Schittler wanted to pull President Obama's security clearance. I mean, what a petulant! What? Yes. A former president. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact that, you know, Schittler spent eight years making racist attacks against him and insulting him and mocking him and generally being a giant asshole. Well, that has something to do with it. It also has something to do with the fact that people like Obama more than they like Trump. Oh, yeah, because Obama, look, Obama has class, Trump has ass. <laughs> you can say that, yeah. You know, anyway, here's cut one. And right now, reporter for the Washington Post, Eugene Scott. And Eugene, it's not just uh, angry former CIA uh, uh, employees. The New Yorker is revealing new details surrounding John Brennan's increasingly vocal criticism of Donald Trump. And included in the piece is this new nugget that President Trump actually considered taking away former President Obama's ability to see classified information. The piece reads this 
in part, quote, as Trump stepped up his public and private attacks on Obama, some of the new president's advisors thought that he should take the extraordinary step of denying Obama himself access to intelligence briefings that were made available to all of his living predecessors. Trump was told about the importance of keeping former presidents who frequently met with informed. In the end, Trump decided not to exclude Obama at the urging of H.R. McMaster, who is now gone. Okay. Sorry about that. At the urging of H.R.? H.R. McMaster's. Oh, 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 oh. That was my fault. You know, it's hard to get precision editing in Audacity. Okay. Heather has volunteered. All right, get her get her number, including the area code, please. Here's cut two. Donald Trump is frustrated by not getting things through Congress. Donald Trump is frustrated when he meets democratically elected leaders in NATO. It seems like this Donald Trump has just figured out, hey, wait a second, this is something that I can do unilaterally and even focused on President Obama. Absolutely. Indeed, it seems like uh, President Trump is just frustrated that being president works very differently than he thought it did when he uh, (laughs) ran for president. Uh, The reality that he could consider removing President Obama's security clearance shows how political his motivations may in fact be. Initially, he said he wanted to remove the security clearances of those who have disrespected him and who were uh, speaking against him in a very biased way. But we know that's not what President Obama has been doing uh, to attack President Obama for uh, something that could actually end up benefiting his government, Trump's government, uh, shows Uh-oh. just how partisan he's handling what? these clearances. What? what are we going uh-oh over? Uh, no, I th- I, uh, Miles said he just lost a feed. Yeah, it's kind of fading in and out for me. Oh, I, I, It just cut out a whole six seconds worth of sound. I heard nothing. Okay. Well, that's right. weird. That... Hopefully everybody else heard it. I'm sure they did. Let's make sure everything is going. Yeah, that's right. Everything seems to be operating okay. Okay. Well, maybe. Fine. I I just didn't hear it. Fair enough. But, but yeah, no, the the guy's spot on. Yeah, Trump's, Trump's, like a, like a crime boss that demands, you know, they keep saying the word loyalty, but somebody brought this up. Loyalty isn't the word. What Trump demands is obedience. Mm-hmm. No, I absolutely agree. It's like a child playing with a toy. Yeah. I mean, he's basically uh, a kid yeah. playing with a new toy. And he's using, he's using, he's saying that, uh, you know, the people he doesn't like, I'm not going to let you play with my two new toy. <laughs> and of course, what's going to happen the, ki- the other kids in the playground are going to say, well, we don't want to play with you, asshole. Yeah, it's um, it's going to be... A, a, it, it's coming to an end. I, I, I feel it coming sooner rather than later. For one, just the news alone that Trump's just calling... I mean, I don't know who Trump called, but that he's screaming at people all weekend, it, it, it shows that he understands that he feels trapped and he's lashing out and he can't lash out at the people that, you know, like, I mean, there's only so many times you can go on Twitter and say witch hunt before you start to sound like a complete moron. 
Not to, not to say that he's already there. He's he is. But I'm just saying, even he understands. You know, he just start <laughs> spamming shit left, right, and center. It just doesn't look good. <laughs> so he's try he, he he's trying to think of ways that he can get out of this. And he's I don't know who he's calling. Who would he, who would you call as as um, Ghostbusters? Yeah, I mean, literally. Well, who does Trump call and scream at to fix this problem for him? I mean, he might be just doing it just to make himself feel better because, you know, lording over other people and screaming at them. It's, it's a Maybe it's cathartic for Trump, you know, a little bit. Of, um, I, I can tell you it's very cathartic for me to scream into a microphone <laughs> for, you know, three hours. Well, usually it's three hours a week. I typically get quieter the angrier I get. <laughs> that is really that is how you get that is how you have a, a heart attack by being quiet by internalizing oh oh I do take everything and I just pack it down to a deep tight ball inside me and uh, so far so good <laughs> okay then all right so we're gonna get ready to go to break it's time for the green news report. When we come back with I'll do name calling and uh, <clears throat> excuse me hmm, hmm. Uh, name calling uh, do we have any birthday banners yet do we know nothing comes to mind alright and don't forget Mad Lib submissions start at the top of the final hour as soon as we come back and then Miles Michelle will give me the list and I will fill out these three special Mad Libs <laughs> that I specific I ordered a whole book of Mad Libs just for the for these two shows. We are gonna desecrate Ooh. some classics tonight. <laughs> Very good. So you just basically make me want me to make a list of like nouns and nouns and verbs. Adjectives. Yeah, yeah, just the basics: okay. the noun, nouns, verbs, adjectives, adverbs. I think that's everything. Okay. All right. Uh, and then we'll do. You and know, then then just throw it your way on Skype. Yep, and then I will right. fill it out to my heart's content on uh, during the final break. And then, we, like I said, we're gonna. I can't wait to reveal what I picked out. <laughs> uh-huh. I, I think I'll. I think I'll start doing that now. So. Uh, sure. If people want to start submitting. I will. Uh, sure. The, the, yeah. All right. So we'll be right back after this. For more of the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, I'm your guest host, Adam Hebert, and uh, we, 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 we shall return. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Smooth-talking, jive-talking street thug. KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, August 28, 2018. Torrential rain has been relentless for nearly five days, dousing the Big Island with more than 51 inches. Hawaii dodges a direct hit from record-breaking Hurricane Lane, but receives a warning about global warming. Australia's conservative prime minister ousted over climate policies, plus... Facts of global warming demand our urgent attention, especially in Washington. The complicated climate legacy of Senator John McCain. All of those complications and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. In the years ahead, we're likely to see reduced water supplies 
more forest fires, changes in crop production, more heat waves, and a greater intensity in storms. Wow, John McCain, 10 years ago. Too bad his colleagues didn't pay attention. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, I think we have good news, sort of, concerning Hurricane Lane and Hawaii. Well, it's good news and maybe a little bad news as well. Hawaii did dodge a direct hit over the weekend from now Tropical Storm Lane, which is now tracking back out to sea after skirting the islands and dumping historic levels of rain that triggered widespread flooding across the island chain. Many high water rescues, but thankfully no reported deaths. Lane delivered more than 51 inches of rain. That is more than four feet, Mm. catapulting it into the record books as the third highest rainfall total for a tropical storm or hurricane in the United States since record keeping began nearly 70 years ago. And it hit one year to the day after Hurricane Harvey broke the all-time high rainfall record for the U.S. Well, the hits keep on coming. Yes, having two of the top three all-time most extreme rainstorms from hurricanes occurring in just the past two years is consistent with what scientists expect from a warming climate. Hurricane Lane also brought a warning for Hawaii. Lane was only the second Category 5 storm in recorded history to pass so near to the state, but a recent study from MIT and the University of Colorado Boulder projects that due to global warming increasing ocean temperatures, the most intense tropical storms near Hawaii are now predicted to increase in frequency by about 15% per decade. But the research Researchers also said, quote, we can cut that increase roughly in half by reducing our fossil fuel emissions. But as long as we don't reduce our fossil fuel emissions, the oceans will continue to warm. These storms will continue to get more frequent and most notably more intense. Indeed, they will. Reducing emissions will not be happening anytime soon in Australia. Sorry, mate. That's the world's biggest coal exporter. Conservative Australian Prime Minister Malcolm Turnbull was ousted from office on Friday by his right-wing climate science denier members of his own party after he attempted to set modest targets for reducing the nation's carbon emissions. Well, that'll teach him. Former liberal Australian Prime Minister Kevin Rudd in a scathing editorial in the Sydney Morning Herald, however, also blamed Australian media, specifically Rupert Murdoch, owner of Sky News in the UK and Australia, and Fox News Channel here in the US. He accused Rupert Murdoch of using his control of Australian media to drum Turnbull out of office and block any action on climate change, calling Murdoch, quote, a cancer eating at the heart of Australian democracy. So it's not just Americans being played for suckers by Rupert Murdoch. Nope. Australia is also fighting an outbreak of winter wildfires and the province of New South Wales, which supplies a quarter of Australia's agricultural output, is officially in 100 percent drought amid the deepest drought in more than 50 years. So all of these things, worsening storms, worsening wildfires, worsening droughts, were all things that John McCain, the 2008 Republican presidential candidate, warned us about 10 years ago before 
Forgetting all about it. Exactly. That brings us to Republican Senator John McCain of Arizona, who passed away over the weekend. Whatever you think of his complicated legacy, we just want to note for the record that Senator McCain was the last Republican leader to push for U.S. action on climate change. In 2003 and 2005, McCain sponsored groundbreaking national cap-and-trade legislation. In 2008, as the Republican presidential nominee, McCain laid out a detailed cap-and-trade policy to curb carbon emissions and fight climate change. The facts of global warming demand our urgent attention, especially in Washington. Good stewardship, prudence and simple common sense demand demand that we act to meet the challenge and act quickly. However, after he lost the 2008 election to President Barack Obama, McCain abandoned his climate leadership role and in 2010 refused to support new cap-and-trade climate legislation in the Senate. So, literally, 2008 was the last time the Republican Party supported any real action to curb climate change. Even John McCain's vice presidential nominee, Sarah Palin, Wanted to do something about climate change as well. How quickly things change. Those were the days. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Those were the days, my friend. We thought they'd never end. We'd sing and dance. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and dungeon master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and galaxy master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a galaxy master is just a glorified dungeon master, except for you played the laser swords. That they're called lightsabers. Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower.
This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Is that right? I should check my dictionotomy. I'm sorry, that was the best I had for for a honky drop. <laughs> well, no, this might have worked. I don't know. What do you guys think? A repeat of this? And he packed up everything that was special to him and set, set off for college. <laughs> One day later, he was expelled from college because he did not own pants. Oh, good lord. <laughs> that could have worked. <laughs> That's something. I promise I do own pants. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, I am not Kenny Pick. This is Adam Hebert, host of Mike Check Radio, which you can hear every... What day are we on the air again? I'm forgetting. Uh, Saturday night, 7, 10 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. Uh, um, Kenny is off taking the week off along with Rain, Bobber, and Joe. As Kenny gets his new garage built, although he will be joining us for hour number three. Um, yes. So, uh, can I chime in real quick with a voting update? Uh, yeah, sure, go for it. All right. So, the Florida governor's race—something for the Democrats. We, the the Republicans, I don't particularly care about. The the interesting right now, the the two front runners are Graham, the daughter of uh, old favorite Florida governor Bob Graham, and Andrew Gillum, who is the current mayor of Tallahassee. Both of them have 32.3% of the vote with 80% reporting in. Um, oh, it just shifted a tad. Right now, Graham has 418,828 votes. And Andrew Gillum has 418,811. In a state the size of Florida, there is that 17-vote difference. 17 people. So so what you're saying is, don't bother voting. It doesn't matter. Right, Miles? (laughs) (laughs) Bullshit. Uh. I'm not. I am not. I am not seriously encouraging not voting. In fact, we got to. We got to remember that. Uh, our. You know that there. Mary Elizabeth McGlynn is working hard to register honest nerds so that they can. So that they can vote. Support nerds vote. Damn it. Yep. And um. Of, of course, in the Republican govern uh senators uh senator yeah yeah senators race uh rick scott is soundly you know skeletor is soundly uh beating his opponents so i am he's shocked. got like 89 percent of the vote this is my this is my yeah. shocked face yeah. i am uh, so yeah. shocked i'm it's not, not even... yeah. no, i just wish I... they would stop scaring me they keep putting his picture up on the chiron I... pissing me off <laughs> I... and every time you see him you're like uh oh right i need to actually hello darkness my old friend <laughs> Good God. Ay. All right. Uh, so, uh, 
let me I'm, I, I'm gonna open up the chat room and I'm gonna do the name coin because I don't know when we'll be able to do this again so Beep. so Friday. uh well no but I don't know when I'm going because we've already got plans for Friday remember miles oh, oh the, the the one we're gonna be able to do this without a plan got it yeah I don't know when I'm gonna have a chance to read to to uh <laughs> to uh um shit rocket you turkey <laughs> I deliberately took my box to it's like ah, I'm not gonna need rocket you turkey, because I do a I do a combination box. So all right, uh, so uh, let's get uh, all right. Me. Let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, in the chat room today we have a healthy chat of fourteen. We have Adam Hebert. Why hello you handsome devil. Clinster 66 who I think we might be seeing at AWA. Heather H8571, who will be having on reverse call-in, Bagok. Jay Collie 719 our good friend Cat0211. Ken Sr., hello, adopted dad. Hello, uh, Ken's dad. I, I, I hope I didn't, like, just get Kenny angry, you know, but I figured it's tradition. So I, I added adopt yeah. dad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, tradition, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'm at the... Hold on one second. Let's, let's... There we go. There we go. That's a bit better. Uh, uh, where was I? Ken Senior. Living on Long Island. Michelle in South Florida, who I've never heard of before. Same with Miles in South Florida. Nev don't know him. Sounds Mo like nobody's. <laughs> yeah. Moonmare. Resnit, Scooter Cans, Theo JW, and Tim Cor 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 Coriander Coramal. <laughs> and we have no anons because we don't, if you want to be in our chat rooms, you have to be logged in. So that's everyone. Thank you all for listening and supporting me this week. I do appreciate it. And I'm sure Kenny's listening somewhere, in, anyway, somewhere as well. So, yes, thank you all for listening. I'm really enjoying this. And, yeah, uh, like I said, and Michelle, they're probably just stalkers that are probably going to show up at your door, like, you know, <laughs> a couple of weeks. Yep. Oh, and uh, if you are listening and you're not in the chat, uh, we do have this admonition. Join in the chat room, unless you're scared, you baby. <laughs> Very nice. So, yeah. Yep, it looks like Lauren Bear just declared victory for Congressional District 18 for Florida. So she'll be our, she will be our Democratic congressman, our congressperson, congresscritter. That's good. Well, oh, you, you're watching the you're watching the TV. Yes. Oh. Uh, before we before we move on, do we have any birthday boners today? I did not see any, and I asked Eva. I even asked in chat, and I didn't did not. All right. So this is what we're gonna. This is what we're gonna. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna give okay. you uh we're gonna give you extra time for that. We're gonna give you guys extra time because we have a very special birthday boner that I'm holding off on until Kenny gets here because it's someone we both have mutual respect for. So Alrighty. unfortunately he he has shuffled off this mortal coil, he snuffed it, he has ceased to be. Gone to join the choir invisible? He's gone yeah. Uh but we still wanna honor him on this birthday, so we're waiting until Ken gets here. So, get your birthday boners in. Miles and Michelle will let me know. And, so you're uh, telling me 
you are telling me he's an ex-person now. He is an ex-person, yes. Okay. He's, he's pining for the fjords. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we'll give you guys a little extension on birthday banner submissions as I get ready to hopefully add uh, Heather. That's a... <laughs> Oof. Here we go. It won't let me add her. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The number you are calling does not accept unidentified calls. Your caller ID was blocked. Anna, uh, the, uh, the, the, the very, very tight Florida governor's race, Gillum just took a significant lead uh, for, for what Hello. was the, the separation before was 17. The number Hello. you are calling does not accept an ID. Hold on, something's going on. Your I, caller it didn't, ID it didn't end the call. Because um, it keeps telling me. The number you are calling I, does yes, not accept I know. unidentified <laughs> calls. Your caller ID was blocked. <laughs> Are you guys hearing this too? The no. number you are calling does not okay, accept an unidentified call. I love you. Your caller ID was blocked. Okay. okay. I gotta figure out where the... Sorry guys, I don't know what's going on. It the number you are calling does not accept unidentified calls. Your caller ID <laughs> was blocked. Okay. There. I'll get my Michelle back on in just a second. I had to, uh, I had to shut down Skype. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Heather, uh, my call is blocked. It's now a 12,000 vote. Whoop. I'm back. It just changed again. Hi. I'm back, baby. It just, it's now, it, now what was a 12,000 vote lead is now a 15,000 vote lead. For who? Oops. All right. Let's try this one more time. Uh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh my! Wow, he just he just jumped ahead, didn't he? I yes. Think okay. Nice. Here we go. Trying to trying to add Heather to the call. I think I got it this time, folks. Standing by. Oh, this is some exciting radio here. Add some like sting music. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't see. The entertainer, yeah, the entertainer. It's trying. It's trying to add her. It's thinking. The little tears are turning. Yes. Skype is such an yeah, an now, amazing and, program. Now, Michelle and I both voted for the Andrew Gillum guy. He is a uh, the mayor of Tallahassee. And he, I think, is more people-oriented. I, I, I'm not saying Graham will be a bad one, but she just, I, I think she was, um, you know, eh, I'd, I'd like new blood. I'd like, a, uh, you know, that, that's just me. All right, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try one more time. I'm going to dump this call. Okay. And then I'm going to start another one. We'll be right back. We'll, I, I'll be here the entire time. They'll be back in a minute. So let's try this one more time, trying to call Michelle. And I forgot the number, like an idiot. So we're going to get 
We're going to try and get Heather back on. Because Skype doesn't like me. So here we go. The number you are calling does not accept unidentified calls. And blocked again. All right. We're going to have to go back to Miles and Michelle. And I'm not sure which one was being... I'm back. Uh, hi. Which was, was being endorsed by Trump. I'm going to find that out. Unfortunately, I got blocked again. Okay. So Skype is not allowing for us to call out right now. No, um... No, Skype is Skype was working. It's that it says it says my caller ID got got re, you know I got rejected. Oh, okay. So again, I know fascinating radio, folks, but it's not my fault this time. I swear, this isn't another Adam somehow pressed the mute button, even though he didn't mean to incident so does anyone else want to volunteer <laughs> <laughs> that's weird I, I i want i don't know what we'll be doing it at that at that end unless she doesn't get computer phone calls maybe who knows but that shouldn't happen well it won't show my phone number on the call so i'm showing up as an unknown call hmm So, uh, let, let's double check that information. Let me see what Heather said. She uh, says, no biggie, we tried. Okay. Well, thankfully, <laughs> there's always a plan B. A plan B. Yes. In this case, we have some audio from uh, Fox and Friends. Now, I will say this. Brian Kilmeade strikes me as a man who does not own pants. <laughs> uh, made, there... ma made it through college pantless, huh? <laughs> I don't think he made it through college. Just... The problem with this program is it would be really easy to fake. All you got to do is put somebody else's DNA in your mouth. It was a really big oh. gavel. For a moment, she sounded like she had gavel envy. Uh, and... <laughs> so, I'm not going to touch that, Steve, if you don't mind. I just don't feel comfortable. The mainstream media known to make up stories about... about the Department of Homeland Security, how they were doing preliminary testing on a DNA device. However, the TSA says it will not be testing this technology. We apologize for it. Chris, yeah. can you hear us? I, I can hear you. I'm watching this, and I'm thinking okay. what all of your viewers are thinking. Mm -hmm. Which is? What a bunch of dopes. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Did he seriously talk about someone's DNA in his mouth? That's gross. <laughs> all right. I'm, I'm, I, oh, my God. Hold on. Let's see. Uh, we're looking. Uh, <laughs> I will right. have to submit, though, if that man Let's does if... wear pants, he wears them backwards. <laughs> uh, Michelle, would you ask Clint if he would like to be added to the call for reverse call-in while, while I... Uh, real quick. Uh, you know what? Sure. I'll do it. I, I'm logged in for, for... for. Okay. Go ahead. Mm. I'm, I'm, like I said, guys. Uh, not, but now I know... See, now I know, and knowing is half the battle... The other half is, I don't know. 
G.I. Joe never told us the other half of the battle. I think that's very, that's, that's very, a very big oversight on G.I. Joe's part. Well, if you have knowledge, you can act on it. So acting is the second half. I like it. I like that a lot. And it sounds like he's in. So he's going to log on, on the Skype. Very cool. So yeah, uh, Brian uh, Dillweed, I mean Dickweed, I mean Killmead, <laughs> is not a very uh, smart man. <sighs> he has just enough brain cells to rub together to create a spark. I did enjoy watching him when Trump called in and was ranting, and the look on Killmead's face was priceless. Just like, oh, this isn't going well. He, he's not smart, but he was smart enough to know that the idiot on the phone was really doing stupid, stupid things. Uh-huh. She's like, Mr. President, are you sure you should be confessing to a crime on national television? Ha, ha, ha. Living on online just said, Deucey makes Ted Baxter look intellectual. Oh, <laughs> Ted, Ted, Ted Baxter. God, that brings back some memories. Oh, oh Ted Baxter. Man. All right. Let's let, I'm just waiting to see if I'm holding off on the on. Well, let's get through the first clip here. Uh, this is Larry Kudlow. Or is it Kudlow? Cujo? Someone. No, wait. <laughs> here's Brian. Here's cut one. Oh, the, there's a word that Canada has trouble with. It's M-I-L-K. Milk. Anything to do with milk and dairy. He's, uh, they have this government-run, centrally-planned system, hmm. some tariffs. Some tariffs run upwards of close to 300%. Wow. They're going to have to fix that. And the president did say if we cannot satisfactorily negotiate with China, he may have to go mm -hmm. to a large 20-25% uh, tax on Canadian automobiles headed for the U.S. I mean, that's part of his negotiating strategy. I would take him seriously. But no one takes him seriously. Mm. No one. All right, he's ready. Clint, 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 Clint. there we go. Clint, and... All right, so yeah, I mean, like I said, <laughs> I swear to God, guys, I am not drunk. I'm a teetotaler. I don't drink. Oh, I, I don't. I don't drink either. But I will say, you fake it really well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Clint. Clint, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, nothing Hello. much. Just talking about Hello. Brian Kilmeade and his mind-numbing stupidity. Oh God. I mean, how do, how bad do you have to be to be the dumb one on Fox and Friends? Well, let's find out because he cannot spell milk. Here's cut two. Oh. I was, <laughs> but, but oh, let's no. hope China comes on board. There's plenty of time. China, right. Canada, right? Yeah. Canada. Yeah, Canada. Now, in terms of Canada, I guess Canada hates milk. I mean, hates to talk about milk. M A L K. They're uh, lactose I, intolerant. Uh, yeah, that's what we got. Wait, wait, Brian. Brian, did you say it's M I L K? You're right. I, just, thank I you thought I heard much. it M A L K. Yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> thanks for trying to me. square that. Yeah, you helped me the I'd save a headline. Appreciate it. <sighs> I'm surprised you didn't spell it M I L F. <sighs> 
He failed English? That that's impossible. Wow. He failed He failed life. <laughs> wow. If you end up on Fox and Friends, you fail at life. You know, and, and, it, and it wasn't like he was being sarcastic and said, yeah, no, that was an intentional goof up because I was making fun of something, something, something. No, he just owned up to it and said, yeah, I, I screwed up. Thanks for catching it. <laughs> oh. I, I'm sorry. I'm ta- I, I said something about the two brain cells. I think both of those brain cells just decided to flee out of a different ear. <laughs> I think you're I th- <laughs> you know, they're like, pack your bags. We're getting out of this shithole. <laughs> Yes. I know that's that, that's my that's my so Clint. Yep. Y- you live in the Atlanta area, is that not correct? That is quite correct. So that means uh you're looking at joining us at least for a day at AWA this year, right? I am looking into it. Uh fortunately, now that I I am gainfully employed again, I can uh I can definitely uh make my way out there and frolic and uh all all the fun stuff that uh, you know happens be at amongst, conventions. Be amongst nerd nerd kind. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, my people. <laughs> I'm coming. Is it just going to be you, or are, you, are we going to be me and your lovely family as well? Uh, it's probably going to be me alone. Uh, I've I've uh, I don't know. It's <laughs> I'm trying to talk. Uh, the the familia to come but uh so far no dice well so. if it helps please tell them that i uh i do not bite i only nibble okay. and okay. i've had all my shots all right well i that that should that should win some points there so you know uh, even I if i bite i've had all, i've had all my all my shots i am up to date and and i mean but uh, you know i i'm really excited I'm just waiting for that interview request form to go live, so I'm so I can you know request. I, I'm telling you, we're going for an interview with Steve Blum. We're going for the big fish. We're gonna reel him in. We're gonna reel him in. Boot boot. Yeah, do it. <laughs> so, all right. So, uh, I think we got enough. To, uh, Dana Loesch. Speaking of another oh. stupid person. Oh lord. Oh boy. I I, I promise this will be short and bitter. <laughs> Probably like all the, the probably like all the sex she's ever had. At least oh, yeah. I know I'm gonna clean the wax out of my ears with her voice. Oh, <laughs> Here she is talking about the what the Democrats are trying to do to Trump. She's not very bright because you'll notice. Here, here we go. Congress. You want to talk about campaign finance? Congress is on record having spent. $20 million trying to keep embarrassing stories of sexual misconduct by scores of congressmen quiet. Your tax dollars, my tax dollars, our taxes are, are being used as hush money to pay off congressional mistresses. So yeah, that kind of stuff happens. It was a huge story a couple of years ago that people probably don't remember and entities like George Soros's Media Matters definitely don't want to have another headline about. It happened apparently far more than people realized. Now, I don't approve or condone a single bit of it. And it's silly that I even have to say that. I mean, I shouldn't have to, but because people are stupid and it's a stupid era and nuance is dead, I have to. It's like, that's why they put labels on hot coffee for people. And, you know, I don't know. They, I, I could say that it was none of my business. I could say that it was none of my business when Bill Clinton did it, too. Except Bill Clinton did it in the Oval Office, and that was my business because he did it in the Oval Office, and then he perjured himself. 
No, it wasn't your business. It doesn't matter where it happened. It was none of your goddamn business. But wait, she's. Ar- wait, uh, uh, I just oh. understand her point. She's arguing against uh, finance, uh, campaign finance laws because of mistresses. She's basically hmm. saying it happens all the time. So why bother worrying about it now? Well, she's about to make in this next clip. She's about to make a really stupid analogy. Oh, I'm not going to tell oh, you what the oh, really stupid analogy is. I don't know what I'm not going to tell you what the really stupid analogy is. I'm going to let you guys figure it out because it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of obvious. It's like a hammer, you know, a large mallet upside the head. Here's cutting close but no cigar. Democrats love to forget this and they love to claim that it was all about, well, you know, oral romantical times and not minding our own business. But they know the truth, and they're proving it right now. The moral argument over the president's infidelities would never result in legal trouble. So they believe they have to take a lesson from the Clinton years and find a way to make it a legal problem, and that's exactly what they're using campaign finance for, an already unconstitutional set of laws to pull it off. They're trying to Al Capone the president. I mean, you remember, Capone didn't go down for murder. Elliot Ness didn't put him in for murder. He went in for tax fraud. Prosecutors didn't care how he went down as long as he went down. Here's the pro. Okay, so does everyone understand where the where the really stupid analogy is in this in this clip? Comparing him to Al Capone, saying Exac- yes. that poor guy. They did. They couldn't get him on one crime. They had to take him down on using another crime. Exactly. That Al poor, Capone. Poor criminal. Al and they're Capone. going after our criminal president. Oh, no. Al Capone was guilty yep. of both murder and tax evasion. Among a bunch of other things. Among a bunch of other things. But you get what you get, you, my, I, I'm making a they point here. They get him on the murder because no, but everyone was too scared to testify against him. Exactly. But taxes is easy. That's money. That's following. That's documented. That's easy. Exactly. Yep. So, thank. I mean, how? St- thank, thank you, Dana. Thanks for pointing <laughs> that out. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Dana Roach. Yeah. All right, uh, Clint. I'm sorry we couldn't have you on longer. Uh, we'll, uh, uh, you know, uh, but uh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I had a phone call, but Clint's coming to AWA. Uh, yes. Tentatively, yes, and he's trying to talk. Talk the the. Okay. Talk, well, talk yeah. is friendly to a uh, Now, now uh, why is Cat telling me bad touch? What did I touch? <laughs> I don't know. I was windowed out for a moment. I was looking something up. Cat, uh, if you could provide some explanation for that during the break, we greatly appreciate. All right. Uh, so we're gonna go to, all right, we're going to go to break. When we come back, uh, it, it'll be a short one. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go through the whole three minutes. Uh, Kenny Pick will be with us. This is this is probably my my evaluate my my employee review, uh, but Kenny will be with us, and uh, we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna we, like I said, we got a very special birthday boner. Oh, bad touch. Uh, oh, she was she was upset that I called her Dana Dana Roach. Oh, <laughs> I, it's. <laughs> this is why I'm not on camera. No one can see one touch. Or maybe she heard my. Bo- anyway, we'll be right back. Clint, thanks again. Uh, Hope to see you in Atlanta. Alright everyone, we'll be right back after this for the final hour of the Tuesday edition of Turn Up Night with Kenny Pick. Alright, I'm going to start getting words now. Alright. 
Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Would you like some more? Because if you want another helping, we'll give it to you. Now with our famous hot gravy. KennyPick.com Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare, Prepare to, to make, make computer, computer to computer, computer contact. That is an easier idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back for the final hour here of the Tuesday edition of Tonight with Kenny Pick. I am not Kenny Pick. I am an incredible simulation. An autopilot, as it were. And uh, you can hear me every Saturday night, 7, 10 p.m. Eastern here, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, we're back for a final hour. Joining me, as always, out of the city of... Because I've been instructed to no longer... Why is my microphone so... Okay, never mind. Looking at the wrong... Uh, uh, I've been instructed no longer refer to Port St. Lucie as the Great City. So, it's just the city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. The Rogue DM Dungeon Master. The the race dance to my Pete Vankman, uh, Michelle Lagan. That is me, and I'm working on adjectives right now. Very good, very good. Thank you for thank you for helping. I appreciate the the assist. And and uh, like I said, we're gonna have some fun this last hour. Also joining me out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, the GM Galaxy Master, and the Egon Spangler to my Pete Vankin, Mister yeah. Miles Lagan. Yes, and my uh, button pushing finger is ready. Very good. And uh, I guess he's the Winston Zeddemore to my Pete Vankman. <laughs> Mr. Kenny Pick sitting in for the final hour here out of Cleveland. I really Ohio. wanted to be Ernie. I really wanted to be Ernie Hudson. But okay. <laughs> well, but Ernie. Hi, everybody. Winston was played Hello. by Winston hey, was played by Ernie Hudson. Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. <laughs> Hi, Kenny. So how's the? I just want to be. I just want to be Ernie Hudson. Why not? All right. Um, The Ernie uh, Hudson to uh, my uh, Pete Vankman. Yes. There we go. Um, uh, Hi, everybody. Yeah. um, Just a a slight correction. The garage is not being built this week, but we are preparing for the garage. That being said, we um, are going through the house and we are putting together massive quantities of donations for Needs Cleveland, which is a free. Um, like clothing and housewares place. So I'm really gutting my kitchen, and I'm getting rid of like duplicate items, and you know we're we're getting rid of you know we have some plates that have minor chips and stuff like that on them, and because we just got new new uh, dinnerware and a new china cabinet to go with it, so we're taking our our uh, our gently used dishes and things like that, and we're going to donate them to to people who might. Be able to use them, so and so, and other things too, you know. So un- unlike Bilbo Baggins, you don't mind it when people chip the glasses and crack the plates. 
No, actually, we're we're fed up with uh, the plates and stuff being uh, cracked and shipped and everything. So I'm actually, we have a nice set of like dinnerware from when we have company and stuff like that now. And we we had one, but we found re- a bunch of replacement parts for it. And um, but we're going to go totally 60s, 70s. And I just get a five minute warning on the, an auction of Melmac dishes that I'm ordering from from eBay. Um, so and if uh, I were a yes, little older, I know what the, that meant. <laughs> Melmac is like this kind of old, like plastic composite or resin composite or something that they used to make dishes out of that are are highly difficult difficult to break. They don't chip for sure. I mean, you can split one in half, but you got to use some force. So yeah, so so for just our everyday use, we're getting a set of like 1960s retro. A big, a big lot, not a set, really. Even it's like a whole bunch of mismatched, crazy-looking colored plates. But we like that retro thing. So, uh, but you know, uh, and, but then of course we have a wonderful, beautiful, comp- more than complete set of earthenware from the '60s that we're, we we'll use to entertain. But anyway, yeah, the garage uh, is probably going to be. Uh, they're probably not going to start it until next month, like after Labor Day, which is uh, irritating, but. Contractors be, be contracting. Could could be worse. Yeah. So. All right. But so, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. Nope. Go. So you ready to get to our special birthday boner? Sure. Why not? All right. So today, I, feel, I think I, I'm feeling some cosmic crackle right now. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, did Michelle Miles? Did anyone say anything about other birthday boners? Not that I saw. Okay. So uh, okay, so we're closing that, and we're going to talk about we're very brief. Excuse me. Very briefly, uh, today is the. Sorry, hiccups. Today is the birthday of comic book legend Jack Kirby. One hundred and one years young, but also dead. Well, yeah, he would have been a hundred. Well, CNITs that I said he, you know, he was. What did I say? Ceased to be pining for the fjords. I was basically doing the dead parrot sketch. This we were is an ex-artist! <laughs> but no, I mean, almost all the, 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 the famous comic books, either DC, DC or Marvel, he had a hand in. I mean, like the Fantastic Four he worked heavily on. Um, what, what, what's the people that Orion comes from in DC? The New Gods. The New Gods. He worked on that. I mean, he, and, and again, you can see his influence very heavily... And Thor Ragnarok with the colors and and, and set. This, I mean, his, his well, mark on created, comics. Can't... Yeah, he created he created the New Gods for for DC Comics. Those were entirely you know so Dark Side. Uh, everybody just about everybody knows Dark Side. If anybody saw the Justice League movie, Steppenwolf was a very loose adaptation of a character he created as well. Um, Black Panther, uh, Captain America, the Fantastic Four, the X Men. Uh, early work on Spider-Man uh, until it was refined by Ditko, Thor, uh, Iron Man, the Hulk. Uh, basically, he created the Marvel Universe along with Stan Lee. But he was heavily responsible for the the dynamic, the the new dynamic layouts and designs, and that again that cosmic crackle, the you know crazy energy, you know, and and just. 
gave motion and fluidity to comics that had never existed before, where panels were <laughs> stiff and rigid. And he'd also been doing comic books since the 40s. He created Captain America in the 1940s with Joe Simon. So, um, so yeah, he, he was around for a long time, and his mark, it, you know, and he was a huge inspiration for me. Um, I have artwork of, of a story that I did, actually, that I, I leaned heavily into my Kirby influences on that was never published. Uh, maybe I'll try and dig that out this week and take some pictures and share it with everyone. Cool. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, you cannot overstate Jack Kirby's contributions to comics. No, he's a name no. I actually recognize. I love comics, but I'm no good with names, and that's one that's actually stuck in my head. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and, and normally this is something we would talk about on Mike Check Radio, but I was like, it's his actual birthday, and I'm subbing. I, I, oh, I think I just actually turned my my. Uh, I, you know, I was like, it's it, I'm subbing on turn up tonight. It's his actual birthday. I am doing this. So, thank you for letting me to do this. And Jet Kirby, uh, even though you are no longer, even though you've shuffled off this mortal coil, we still want to give you, sir, legend. Your birthday boner. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends. For coming to my birthday! And thank you, Jack Kirby, for everything that you did. Yes. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, we wouldn't have the we, we wouldn't have all the Marvel movies we have now if it wasn't you know I mean literally none of them. You know, not the shared universe stuff. That's for certain. Ant Man the Wasp created them. Giant Man as well. Brandy. So, Brandy. He's he's being Brandy. pain in the ass. You're a fine cat. So, <laughs> sorry. He was ha- he was having a senior moment, and I had to to separate oh. him. Yeah, I see. Well, no, but anyway, Kenny, thank you for letting me do that. I was like, you are said- very welcome. And I, I also have some very good news, everyone. I just won the Melmac auction. Thank you, thank you. Congratulations, congratulations. <laughs> um, oh, very cool. The shipping, Kenny- the shipping's off the hook, though. But go ahead. <laughs> well, um, I I know we talked about this at the top of the show, but I figured I would give you a chance in case you were interested. Um, uh, we mentioned Sister Joe, um, and like I said, I'm yeah. I want to. I want. I want to. Sister Joe, when when Janet was really sick early this year, um, I didn't want to have to bother her her son because that was you know, I, I did get a little bit of information from him, but then I started talking to Sister Joe. And she was just wonderful at, you know, talking to me. And I told her about my apprehensions of, you know, talking to Janet's son directly because, you know, I mean, that's tough. You know, a a mother, you know, talking to a son about their mother who's really ill. I know I wouldn't want just some random person asking me, you know. And uh, but Sister Joe, she knew me a little bit. Uh, She was really kind, really helpful and got me all the information I needed. And so this was just. This is just an absolute shock when she when she said this. I mean, uh, I I I'm right there with uh, Sister Joe on her decision to not be on long term, um, uh, you know, um, life support. Life support. Um, 
that is a brave and tough choice to make, um, you know, for, for anybody. But it is, uh, you know, if your quality of life isn't going to be there, that's, uh, you know, you know, I think most most people are, are going to side with that decision. Yes. But I'm really, really sorry for Janet. I mean, you know, I mean, her, she was very close with her sister, which I do not have that experience in my life. Uh, I'm not close with my sister at all. And so so it's it's. I can't fathom what what that would be like because I don't have a sibling that I'm, you know, my my half sister is my only sibling, so I don't have that bond. I don't have that bond, and that's a long, stupid story between me and her. But you know, it, it was, you know, maybe uh, maybe I'm the luckier person who doesn't have to worry about that kind of bond being severed between myself and a sibling. I don't know. But I, I have a feeling that I'm probably not. I think that the the connection that that um, Joe and Janet had, probably, even if it was briefer than they had wanted it to be, I think that that that's probably far more more valuable. Uh, even though, you know, what happened happened. So, so I, I'm uh, you know Janet's definitely in in my heart and in my thoughts. And I've told her anything she needs, I'll be glad to. Uh, be there for, but I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on this too much. Uh, we'll, uh, you know. Oh no, so. I, I just, I just figured you, you might have some thoughts to share, and I, I knew, I figured you probably heard what we had to say. I appreciate start, that. You know, yeah. but it's. I, I did hear most of the show tonight, so. And you got to, uh, you got to downgrade the old Skype. <laughs> uh, if, if you got oh. new, you, you got to downgrade. Okay, so that, that that was the problem with the the calling. Probably, probably. Okay. That's right, what well, I did. In that case, anyway. I apologize to uh, Heather. We'll fi- we'll f- figure this out. But oh, okay, so let's let's get to some funny. Let's get to some uh, some some funny. Are, are we gonna are we gonna hear some? Uh, where 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 what are we starting with? Uh, well, I figured we go with the Shep Smith audio you sent. Oh, it's so good, and it, it, so, and to preface it. Donald Trump apparently is mad because Google doesn't show uh, top results for like Breitbart and Stormfront. Instead, it shows reputable news sources like ABC, NBC, CNN, and yes, even Fox News. Um, you know, I'm not saying they're 100% reputable, but they show up in top news searches. Reuters, oh, God forbid a Reuters story shows up. AP, oh no, AP stands for awful people, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So Trump Trump has a sad and he he said that it's maybe criminal that all these right wing hate sites that are like Trump propaganda sites, you know, he, t- he had a couple of tweets about this today. He said that um, you know, uh it could be illegal that Google is is filtering not filtering out, but I mean, and that's the thing too, the Google search engine, it's based upon your preferences too. So that's just nonsense. He needs to stop Googling what CNN and ABC and NBC said about him, and maybe his browser, uh, you know, will uh, searches will change. You know. Yeah. All right. So here's a uh, here's cut one, and I think this actually has the audio of of Schittler. It does. It does. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, yeah, the wall will be paid for very easily by Mexico. It'll ultimately be paid for no. by Mexico. No. Yeah, I think... Translation, no, it won't. And you hear a bunch yeah. of suckers if you think otherwise. Not you guys. You, you aren't suckers. You're incredibly smart people. I'm talking about the idiots who actually believe the wall is going to be paid for by Mexico. Oh, yeah. All right, cut uh, back to the... I think Google is uh, really taking advantage of a lot of people, and I think that's a very serious thing, and it's a very serious charge. I think what Google that's, and what uh, others are doing, if you look at what's going on at Twitter, if you look at what's going on in Facebook, uh, they better be careful because you're, you can't do that to people. You can't do it. We have tremendous, we have literally thousands and thousands of complaints coming in. And you just can't do that. So I think that Google and Twitter and Facebook, they're really treading on very, very troubled territory. And they have to be careful. It's not fair to large portions of the population. Okay? Thank you very much, everybody. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, if only, Kenny, there was some sort of policy that dictated fairness. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, some yeah. kind of doctrine almost. Yeah, yeah, Adam, a doctrine, yeah. That would, uh, you know, show fairness. You need to go into politics, Kenny. That's a brilliant idea. I wish I thought of that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, you know, like providing equal time. Say if, I don't know, like AM radio was all of a sudden taken over a bunch of, by a bunch of right-wing hate talkers and monopolized every single market in the country. And there, then there wasn't a counterbalance with equal time radio shows from liberals. I mean, that would be a real nightmare, don't you think? A total nightmare, Kenny. That would be a total disservice to a large portion of the nation. That would be unfair. Yes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's just... the, Look, the... we didn't even work this skit out beforehand. Yeah, yeah we're so, we're oh, yeah we're yeah. so. I mean, that that shows how in sync we are. This is why I like working with you. You get Kenny. See. You get me. You complete me. You get, you, no, seriously, you get me. All right, let's get to a uh, cut two because we're rapidly running out of time. We'll get to the we'll get to Shep weird Smith's out. Smith's reaction, priceless. <laughs> well, uh, Mexico will pay for the wall, uh, as we all know, and this new thing, today's new thing, not a thing, but a thing. Google is taking advantage of a lot of people. Google, Facebook, and Twitter. You can't do that to people. They're treading on troubled territory, which means nothing. <laughs> you can you can hear like the wheels are struggling to turn, and I'm not I'm not saying that to call Shep Smith Shep Smith stupid. He's clearly a smart man, although, you know, if he's that uh, someone his he, someone of his intellect, he should can't not get think fucked. on that stupid of a level. I That's know why it's he's literally ch hurting. He's challenged. Him. He it's literally hurting him to think down to that level. Mm -hmm. it, it almost sounded like he was going to break into one of those Kip sighs from Futurama, you know? I love that. One of those new things that's not a thing. Yes. <laughs> and items used in battle are used in battle. Yeah. He was just trying to, to say the words without... I know his brain was trying to correct the sentences. I know, and, and that's see, that's the problem when yeah. you're smart. It, it's almost an instinct to to 
to yes. you know to correct, to correct, correct it's like grammar yep yeah it, it, you know for all that grant you know for all this hate of grammar nazis like i said when you are a smart person it it, it becomes second nature to say you know wait a minute that's not right Okay, now watch this. I'm going to correct the grammar and walk away. <laughs> correct the grammar and walk away. <laughs> yes. So. So, all right. Uh, so let's get to cut uh, cut three. John, John Rob, what is, what is he talking about? <laughs> treading on troubled territory uh, to what you can't do that? Do what to people? I think what he's doing, Shep, is he's just venting. He doesn't like the coverage that he sees, uh, particularly uh, in the Google search results. And we pointed out some of what the president uh, may have been either seeing on Google himself or had relayed to him. Uh, he sees a lot of Facebook postings that and are I don't anti blame his, him. his presidency. And, 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 but the Twitter thing to me was uh, a, a little strange. Look, because I, let me tell you, you know, as nobody's one who's more <laughs> prolific than him. As one who might not like Twitter, you know, all the time for reasons that would be clearly obvious to anyone who ever went there and put my name in the thing, you know, yeah. but it's just part yep. of it. What he doesn't like is the news. It's not it's not the people who are delivering it or the platforms on which they receive it. It seems to be the news itself, because around there, the news is it's not good, except the fake news. The fake news seems to be pretty good for him. The real news seems to be unpleasant. And here's the thing is that. For him to call out Twitter is tremendous hypocrisy because Twitter has basically declared Trump is immune to their rules and standards. Yes. Because he's it's newsworthy. So he gets a free pass. He can go out and say, mm -hmm. I think that Adam Hebert should be murdered right now. Not that he would because I'm I'm beneath him, apparently. But he could go on Twitter right now and say, I think Adam Hebert should be beaten to death, dragged down the street and beaten to death right now and Twitter be like eh, that's cool it's newsworthy then he'd be stealing John's shtick John wants to beat me to death no I'm just kidding oh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying John is harsh on you sometimes I, yes yes I, I yeah <laughs> but I mean the, the, I mean, don't get me wrong. I expect hypocrisy from from conservatives. It's you know, I mean, yeah. truth truth to a conservative is I say it all the time, Kenny. You know this. Truth to a conservative is what holy water is to a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, and lies are lies are virtue to them. Mm -hmm. So, but um, but yeah, it, I I found that Shepard Smith bit just to be wildly entertaining because. You know, in that end, that third clip you played there, he said, well, the fake news seems to be very favorable to him, but the real news is the stuff that he doesn't like. And I want to thank Shep Smith for saying that on Fox News. You know, that now that because is that's, that's what we've been saying. That's what we've been saying all along. Yeah, there's fake news. But that fake news is on fucking Breitbart in Gateway Pundit and World Met Daily and all these other bullshit sites that are nothing there, uh, just right-wing circle jerks and fluff sites for Trump. Yeah. He basically broke the risk, uh, broke the risk, broke the wrist and walked away. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to yeah. break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. But Shep the, Quando. <laughs> Shep there we go. go. Yes. But no, I mean, seriously, to, to complain about Twitter when you're basically immune to all their rules. Like, if I go out and I tell someone... You know, like I said, I, remember I got suspended for telling someone to go take a long walk off a short pier because that was 
encouraging suicide. But when someone told me I should hang myself in front of my grandmother, that wasn't encouraging suicide. So, I mean, well, basically, Twitter might as well just change their name to Shitter. Well, he's, he's, sure. also, he's also still breaking, you know, the, 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 the federal court judge rule that he can't be blocking people on Twitter. Considering True. it's now being used as policy. So, but he's still blocking people left and right. True, well, because true. he's he's a dictator. Emphasis on the dick. You yeah. dumb dick. And, and no, the, it's not just a and, dictator. And he's the, a coward. And the tater part, because that's how his brain is about as uh, as big yeah, as a. Yeah. No, well, let's tater. not ins- let's not insult potatoes like that. Potatoes are a proud. Well, I'm saying like one vegetable. of those little round, roll round, babe. One of those, yeah, tater tot brain. Yeah, he, he, he's like a little. T- his brain's like a little tater tot. That's all dribbled up and dry. It's one that fell into the oven. It fell off the tray and it's been cooking in your oven through like the past uh, seven meals. You know. Or, or better yet, it fell. It fell in that little crack, but between the wall and the oven, and it's been there for like six years, and it's got like cat fur and cobwebs on it. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Before the break, I have some breaking news. Yes, yes. Uh, Florida governor, Democratic race, Andrew Gillum, uh, mayor of Tallahassee, is the projected winner. Excellent, excellent. Did you vote for? Yes. Good, good. Congrats. Didn't get the person we wanted for a representative, but hopefully she will beat the uh, Republican in any case. Yeah. We voted for the military vet. Ah. All right. Uh, so we're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to have some some uh, audio from uh, a living legend, basically, Weird Al Yankovic. And then we're going to we're gonna do some fun Mad Libs. Yep, that's right, folks. We're desecrating some classics tonight. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to hell for what we're about to do. <laughs> Sweet. Well, you got all the words that I got from the chat room, so all right, you should we'll have plenty right to fill in. <laughs> we'll be right back after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. All of us need to stop focusing on the lobbyists and the bloggers and the talking heads on radio and KennyPick.com. Ah, banana oil. Fire. Out in the madness. 
This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Port St. Lucie. Thank you, Port St. Lucie. And thank you, Enterprise, Alabama. This is the final segment here on Mike Check. Uh, no. (laughs) 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 I do do that shit all the time. I went the whole show without doing that. This is the final segment of the Tuesday edition of Turn Up Night with Kenny Pick. And uh, join me as always out of the great. No, wait. No. The city of Port St. Lucie, Florida. Michelle Lagon, the Rogue DM Dungeon Master. That is me. Sorry, I'm having some issues with uh, Loki right now. He thinks oh, it's playtime, and he's trying to eat my headphones. How, so. how big is Loki now, by the way, if I might ask? Um, he's getting pretty good. Uh, so he's about almost like eight months now. So he's 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 putting on the size. He's just very he's very friendly, and he wants to play with everything. So. I apologize. Okay. No apology necessary. No apology necessary. Okay. Uh, also joining us out of Port St. Lucie, Florida, Miles Lagon, the GM Galaxy Master. Hello. And finally out of Cleesburg, Ohio, he is not the mistake by the lake, but the roar by the shore, Mr. Kenny Pick. Yeah, and, you know, coincidentally, I was planning on changing the name of the show to Mike Ch- Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. <laughs> <laughs> I just like I said I, I'm just I'm just amused by the fact that I went the whole show without making that mistake and I did it at the oh, end. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, um and speaking of a couple brief programming notes there will be no uh, no no, bleh, 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 no new edition of From the Bunker this week. Uh Jody Hamilton is filling in for Stephanie Miller who I've never heard of. Have you guys? What? No. Never, never. Um, and Kenny will be sitting in for me on Mic Check Radio because I got uh, scheduled to close the store and I have no way out. So I, I've been And it's going to be all fun and we'll have the phone lines open all night and we're going to talk about everybody's guilty pleasures in 
uh, media, hobbies, music, movies, whatever you want to talk about, we'll talk about it. Tell us about something you do in your spare time to save your sanity. And this Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, we're going to be taking your calls. And if it's maybe a topic that we, we don't know much about, again, extracurricular activity, not politics, let us know what that is and uh, educate us. Or share in a similar guilty pleasure that we all have. Yes. And I will be on for this for the second half of the show as soon as I get uh, get my uh, ass in the door. But anyway, so uh, I, I will say this. Don't get me wrong. I'm glad Weird Al finally got his, his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. But let's be honest here. It shouldn't have taken this long. It really shouldn't. No, I agree. Um, he needs to be in the rock hall too. Yeah, I agree. He really could have been on sooner. It's just a matter that you, you seriously you got to pay for it. Those things aren't free. So when are you guys going to buy my my star? Uh, <laughs> seventh and never. How's that sound? <laughs> well, you know, we, we we could we could save some money, and and Kenny could etch it into the into the you know newly poured slab of his uh, garage. Oh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Let me think about that now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so here he is uh, with a simple, he has one simple request and it is not with, it's not sharks with freaking laser beams attached to, to their heads. Just in case anyone was thinking about going to that joke. Yes. Uh, but here he is at his, at the dedication of his, and again, like I said, shouldn't take in this long, but you know what? Congratulations, Weird Al. Uh, you deserve this award. Thank you for all the laughs you've given. And I, and I heard tell that he is one of the nicest people in the world. That everyone who has met him just loves the guy because he's so kind and nice. Hey, so, I got a sell. I got a fucking selfie with the man. Oh, cool. I've he seems like a cool guy. Yeah, like I said, uh, you know, I, I've everyone who said they've met him, been, oh, he's the nicest guy in the world. So, all right. Uh, so let's get to this audio. I, I'm sorry I even have to say this. I don't want to even have to ask this, but I... Please... Please don't pickaxe my star, okay, guys? I mean, I know it's all the rage these days, but that's not cool. Just, you know, that's, that's rude. Just please don't do that. Unless, unless at some point in the future I do something unfathomably <laughs> monstrous and evil, in which case, sure, fine, okay, go ahead. I, yeah, it makes sense. But... But, but anything short of that, please limit yourself to spitting and urinating, okay? I, have some class, people. <laughs> That's good. I like yeah. that. Yeah, thank you, Kenny, for uh, for helping me get that. Uh, well, for, for bringing that to my attention, because oh. that was hysterical. Oh, uh, yeah, I knew I knew you, you had to have that tonight, so. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, like I said, he's he's such an amazing artist, you know. And, and I, I know some people are like he just does song parodies. There's nothing creative. Let me tell you that 
that parodies are probably parodies of songs are probably one of the hardest forms of comedy to do because yeah. you're not like insulting the artist you're, you're 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 not it's not a slam on the song no you know just like uh just like you know the saga begins it wasn't a slam on american pie you know it, it's not meant to to be insulting and it's legitimately hard to do not that yeah. i would know from personal oh, yeah. experience and by the way, I queued up one of my favorite songs for uh, right after the, the show ends. Uh, Polka's on 45, of course. That's one of my favorites. Very good. By Weird yeah. Al. It's the, the montage of all kinds of songs. Oh, yes. And, and of course, he did recently release uh, Squeezebox, which basically has all, well, not recently. I thought it was like last year or the year before, but basically has his entire mm-hmm. discography. Oh, I wanted to buy that so bad. It was so expensive, though, wasn't it? It's like, yeah, it was like four hundred dollars or something like that. Yeah, but I mean that's his entire discography, including unreleased yeah, and, stuff. And, and to honor Al and his his star, I just uh, made I just changed my profile pic on Facebook with to the Weird Al cool. selfie I got. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> I see it in chat. It's cool. Yeah, I like shared it. it shared it the chat room as well. He yeah, he just looks like a neat person. Well, it's, I mean everyone I, I know you know. Sorry, I, I've met so many famous people, and he is the only person I've ever asked to get a selfie with. Only person ever, because I was like, that you know, even if I take the shittiest picture in the world, which that one isn't one of my best, <laughs> uh, you know, I was like, it's still a picture of me and weird fucking Al. So yeah, let's do it. So I, I passed him on the street, and he was walking, and he was looking around, kind of quizzically. And and I did a double back, and I said, Mr. Yankovic, I'm sorry to bother you, but would you mind if I got a quick picture with you? And it was, and, and, uh, and he was like, yeah, sure, come on. And then I said, oh, uh, you're in town to see Ted Nugent playing at House of Blues, aren't you? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, because uh, Ted, Ted Nugent was playing the same weekend he was. Oh, no. Um, but anyway... Oh, I'll shut up now. We don't have a ton are. of time. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, well, you heard what he said about, you know, unless I do something horribly evil and awful. Please limit yourself to spitting and urinating. Thank you. Yes, that was yeah. great. <laughs> that might need to be clipped out for future, <laughs> future <Yeah>. uh, shows. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... And- yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just trying to do this because I really should have padded the break a bit better. That's uh, all right. That's all, well. If you need us to keep vamping a little for you, I, I have experience in that. <laughs> I, I think. I so. think we. I think we're ready. Uh, so let me get the uh, the because uh, I do have some that you guys can help with, which is always welcome. So let's get. Let's. Yes. Uh, Okay, See, and... I'm just very excited about this because I'm finally on the flip side of Mad Libs. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, uh, Michelle, may I please get a part of the body, and you can't use penis or balls. Um, how about clitoris? Okay. Whoa. 
what what would the something what, about, what would the no, plural of that the, be? Was, was the, was or or was the question um, something Donald Trump could never find? <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I pro, this isn't a good idea. <laughs> Miles, what's a color? A color. Cerulean. Cerulean. All right, Kenny. Can I get a noun? You certainly can get a noun, and that noun would be, um, grommet. As in, like, the metal things that keep that... Grommet. Yes. Grommet. Okay. Also a funny word. Right, right, right. Uh, Michelle, can I please get an adjective? Adjective. Oh, um... Uh, light. Light. Excellent. Uh, Miles. May I please get a silly word? Flacidingus. Flas. Flacidingus. <laughs> my new that was my uh, band in high school <laughs> alright Kenny can I please get a verb ending in S uh sure you could, a, a verb ending in S would be um uh hold on a uh, verb ending in S would, oh see see now now the tables have turned Yes. So, <laughs> it's not so easy we'll now, say, is it? <laughs> no, no, it's terrible. Uh, l let's say uh, uh, verb ending in S. Um, shits. Okay. Shits, a good go-to. All right, Michelle. Yes? May I please get a place? It can be real or fictional. Uh, let's see. Mad Monkey Island. I'm sorry? Mad Monkey Island. Mad Monkey Island. I'll have to abbreviate. All right. Miles. A noun. Um. Hourglass. Hourglass. All right. Oh, shit. That looks terrible. Our, come on, you stupid pen. Glass. All right. Finally. Well, no, we got a couple. We got. Uh, but for this medley, finally, Kenny. Verb. Past tense. Um. Eight. Eight. Good decision. All right. Next up, Michelle. <laughs> can I please get the name of a male in the chat room? <laughs> Male in the chat room. Sure, First you don't name. want to do male conservative because that's usually what I do. All right, male conservative. I... Male conservative. Yeah. Um, Rick Scott. Bingo. Rick <laughs> Scott. All right, Miles. Tennis. <laughs> you want to just do Skeletor instead? <laughs> that works. Do Rick Rick Skeletor Scott. Rick. <laughs> Skeletor. 
Okay. Alright, uh, Miles, right? Uh, Miles, can I please get a part of the body? And remember, you cannot Buck use crack. penis or ball. Okay. But. Correct. Alright! Kenny! Part of the body, plural! Oh, um. Let's go with, uh. Uh, um. Scrotums. Scrotums. Couple of them. Scrotums. There it is. Scrotums. Alright, Michelle. Plural noun, please. Plural noun. Masks. Masks. Miles! Singular noun, please. Vibrator. Vibrator. <laughs> Kenny! Place, real or fictitious? Uh, Skull Crusher Mountain. Skull. Skull. Oh, come on. Skull. Come on, you stupid pen. Skull Crusher Mountain. Alright, finally, on for this one, uh, Michelle, plural noun, please. Plural noun? Um. Dolls. Dolls. Oh, come on. Alright, Alright, we're almost done. <laughs> oh my god. This, this is a terrible idea. <laughs> Brilliant. Alright, uh. Miles. Person in the room, please. A person in the room? No, yep. conservative. No, oh, conservative. No, conservative. Always, doing... always make it a conservative. Conservative. Okay. Topical, topical. We're gonna go with <laughs> Alan Weisenberger. Weisenberger. A Alan <laughs> Weisen. I swear to God, this pendant. Why? Ah! Weisen... I swear to God, this pen. I'm gonna strangle it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, but, 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 Kenny, another name of a conservative, please. I will go with Michael Wiener. <laughs> Michael Wiener. Michael Wiener. Haven't uh, heard from that piece of shit in a while. That is true. I, you know, is he still alive? Or is he still talking into his microphone like this? Yeah. All right. Uh, next, another uh, uh, Michelle, another conservative, please. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, a little. How about uh, a little Marco Rubio? Mark, Mark, little, little Mark, little Marco Rubio. Yeah, little Marco. There you go, little Marco Rubio. All right, we're almost done. I promise. We would have been done sooner if this pen worked. All right, uh, Miles, I, this is I, it. I will. Oh. I. You can take money out of petty cash for pens, Adam. Okay. <laughs> yes. Marco, I put Marco Ruby on this in the wrong spot. Just a heads up: pencils tend to run out of ink less often. 
Right. Thank you for. All right, Miles. Be sharpened. Plural, plural noun. Fingers. Fingers. I need a real writing implement. God damn it. <laughs> do, you, do you like us to vamp? Will you find a new pen? No. Uh, come on. Come on. Miles and I could debate pens versus pencils for a moment. <laughs> no. You got one more. Uh, who's that? Kenny. Yeah. Uh, uh, can I get an adjective, please? Hog-like. Hog-like. All right, we're just going to have to hope for the best and pray for the... Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Let's stop the music. Okay. So tonight's Mad Libs and Fridays, by the way. They're all coming from the same book. Special ordered. And the book is Much Ado About Mad Libs. That's right, folks. We're going after the bard tonight. We're going after Bill Shakespeare. And so the first one is Hamlet, scene five. Or no, act five, scene five. Act five, scene one. This is the Alas Poor Yurik speech. <clears throat> Hamlet takes the penis. Alas. <laughs> oh, what the hell? Alas, poor Skeletor. I knew him, Horatio. A fellow of infinite jest, of most chunky fancy. He hath borne me on his butt crack. <laughs> a thousand times. And now how abhorred in my imagination it is. See, this is going to be the challenge, is to understand what Adam is saying. Yeah, I'm, I, I know. He, he, okay. Butt up. I, I am all for Adam giggling. I want him to enjoy life and have fun, but during Mad Libs, I'd like to hear it, too. I'm, try, I'm trying, guys. I'm trying. Um, uh, uh, on his butt crack a thousand times, and now how abhorrent in my imagination it is. My gorge rises at it. Here hung those scrotums that I have kicked. I know. Not how often. <laughs> <laughs> Where be your orange toupees now? Your gambles, your songs, your masks of merriment that were wont to set the vibrator on a roar. <laughs> Not one out of... <laughs> That was good. That, you probably want to avoid that setting, yes. folks. The roaring vibrator. Oh, yeah. man. Not one now to fluff your own grinning, quite chop-fallen. Now get you to my lady's skull-crusher mountain and tell her, let her buzz an inch thick to this favor she must come. Make her laugh at dolls. <laughs> right. Very nice. <laughs> All right. It's Sir Patrick Stewart to read these. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That, oh, we made. Uh, you know. and McClellan, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> uh, next up is uh, Julius Caesar, Act Three, Scene Two, The Funeral of Caesar. Oh. Oh, Jesus Christ, that damn pen. <laughs> Friends. Uh, no, hold on. I need it. To... Uh, there we go. <clears throat> Friends, Romans, headless chocolate bunnies, lend me your balls. 
<laughs> I come to bury Caesar. <laughs> you guys aren't helping. I'm sorry. I come to bury Caesar, not to buzz him. The evil that men do lives after them. The good is... Oh, we missed the plural now! <laughs> Alright. Um, I'm, I'm... Cocaines. Cocaines. The, okay. Cocaines. Okay. The good is oft interred with their cocaines. So let it be with Caesar. The noble Alan Weisenberger hath told you Caesar was ambitious. If it were so, it was an earth sign fault. And Chunkly has Caesar answered it. <laughs> Here, under leave of Michael Weiner and the rest, for Michael Weiner is an honorable orgasm, come I to speak in uh -oh. Caesar's funeral. <laughs> <laughs> he was my murder fist, faithful and just to me. <laughs> but Marco Rubio says he was ambitious. He hath brought many... Oh, that's where the pen pen gave out. Uh, ducks to Rome. Whose ransoms did purple coffers fill? Did this in Caesar <laughs> seem ambitious? Alright, last one. Sonnet number 130. Okay. This, this is a really bad idea. <laughs> I, I still, uh, yeah, I gotta say, friends, Romans, uh, headless chocolate bunnies. That was great. Was <laughs> All right, I'm making, I'm making, I'm, I'm changing, I'm changing, I'm changing this because I, I, I was trying, I was trying to honor someone I care about, but uh, no. Uh, can I? Can someone real quickly give me an, a female conservative? Uh, yes, I go. Uh, 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 no, Miles, did you have one you wanted to give? Tommy Lauren. Tommy okay. Lauren. Okay. <clears throat> My Tommy Lauren's eyes are nothing like the sun. Coral is far more red than her clitoris is red. If oh. Snow be <laughs> if snow be white, why then her biscuits are done? If hairs be. <laughs> if hairs be. <laughs> <laughs> if hairs be cerulean, wires grow on her head. I have seen roses damasks, curly and white, but no such roses see I in her cheeks. And in purple perfumes is there more delight than in breath in the breath that from my grommet reeks. I love to hear her speak, yet will I know that music hath a far more light sound. I grant I never saw a goddess go. My flaccidingus, which she walks, <laughs> <laughs> suits. Tom and Laren will do that to you. <laughs> shits on the ground. <laughs> oh, shits on the ground. And yet, by the <laughs> Mad Monkey Island, mm. I think Hourglass is rare as she ate with false compare. There we go. <laughs> What was the shits one? Well, I missed that in the line about the shits. My flaccidingus. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't My hear cerulean. Was cerulean in there? Uh, yes, yeah, cerulean was. Oh. Uh, if hairs be wires, cerulean wires grow on her head. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Kenny's request was: My flaccidingus, when she walks, shits on the ground. <laughs> 
<laughs> Can I make a confession? Can I make a confession? <laughs> um, originally, yeah. I intended yeah. this to be a tribute to and Michelle. That's the beauty of Tammy Laren. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to make a confession. I call her Tammy. Okay, fine. Uh, but I, I, I'm going to make a confession. I was going to make this a tribute to Michelle <laughs> until someone suggested clitoris. I was like, no, no, I can't do this. <laughs> a red clitoris, no less. Yeah, I, I you know, oh. I should have made had Miles read Michelle. this. Michelle, is Michelle cleaning up something Loki broke? Something fell. I could hear it shatter on the ground outside or get scattered. I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, 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 Michelle, it's that sounded like glass. Michelle's yeah, not a happy camper. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm back. You might want to reconsider naming that cat Brokey. Yes. Brokey. I, I was saying everything. I was saying, Michelle, that um I originally planned to make Sonnet number one hundred thirty a tribute to you. Uh-huh. And then then someone decided to have clitorises for the human body. I was like, I can't do this. No. Well hey. Yeah. Hey, it's all right. Who was that, right. buddy? That was me. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> It was also a red clitoris. Okay. <laughs> I, I was. Tr- I swear. I was. I was trying to be nice. I really was. And I was like, "This is a bad." That's why when I was saying this is a bad idea, I was like, "Yeah, nope, nope, nope." nope. All right, real quick. All right, real quick, parting shots because we got the Tim Cornwell show to get to. I will be hanging out in the chat with Kenny because I got to slap together the the. Uh, What's it called? Podcast. Podcast, yes. So uh, I figure if I stay in the chat with Kenny, I'll be motivated to get done quick. And plus, do if, I, if I slow down, he can cattle prod me. I will. What the fuck, man? Do it. <laughs> All right, uh, Michelle, what you got for... I, I am so sorry about thinking about using putting you for Sonnet 130. <laughs> she ruined it. I don't care. <laughs> Believe me, I, I've heard a lot worse. It sounds <laughs> like a gamer. I'm a Come gaming on. chick. That's that is right. All right, Michelle, what's your All parting right. shot? Um, does anybody know how to, pick, to fix a picture frame? Never mind. That's my parting shot. Um, Loki has been destructive as usual. He knocked down one of my wedding pictures and destroyed the glass uh, that was in it. So that was the noise you heard. Oh, but dear. other than that, I love him to death because he's a cute little kitty. I wonder it's how many... <laughs> <laughs> right now, Mich- right now, Michelle's like, how many different ways can I skin that cat? <laughs> no, I never I'm not being serious. I would never skin a cat alive. I'm not evil. I'm not <laughs> Trump. <clears throat> and I'd be sorry. However, he, he does get locked in the bathroom on occasion when he's being too much of a pain in the ass. Mm, Especially on indeed. game night. Yes. All right, Miles, parting shot. What do you got for us, sir? So, uh, everybody just be cool. Uh, you know, let, let the Captain Flacidingus of the SS Trump Tannic continue to <laughs> scream and yell at fellow officers of, uh, of the ship as it continues its decline. Whether he throws, like, the cat, the engineer under the bus or whoever. It, it just, just enjoy the show and just wait for it. All right. <clears throat> Mr. Kenny Pick, what do you got for us? Friends, Romans, headless chocolate bunnies. Uh, <laughs> uh, I want to say, no, I, what a great job. You guys did a fantastic job tonight. Uh, and uh, it, I want to say, 
Good on Miles for saying let's not speak ill of the dead and moving things along from John McCain. Good on Adam for pointing and Michelle for pointing out that I did in fact do the Rick Santorum Wonder Woman thing, <laughs> not Rocky Mountain Mike. And I apology accepted. Uh-huh. And uh, no, but overall, great show. And thanks to Clinster for being on uh, Reverse Colin. Sorry to Heather. We got to get Adam downgraded to old Skype. That was the one last thing I forgot to check about because it's uh, it's a real problematic thing. And uh, I've not. A real I, I wasn't able to, it's a real humdinger. This one is a doozy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, I'll be on Friday. I'm really looking forward to all of you possibly joining in on Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Mike Jack Radio, where we talk about what do we do when we're not living in the Trump apocalypse? What do we do to save our sanity? I want to know. I want to know about hobbies, crafts, uh, projects, uh, entertainment, TV, music, movies, whatever. I don't care. Art. You know, what do you do to save your sanity and teach us something that we might not know? But, yeah, I'm looking forward to hearing the Tim Coromel show. I'm sure the clown car is going to be uh, bonkers tonight. And, uh, and yeah, uh, again, I, thank you, thank you, thank you, Adam, Miles, and Michelle for uh, giving me a little breathing space this week in anticipation of the new garage going up. Means a lot. And of course, hi Joe, hi Rain, hi Bobber. Enjoy your vacations and your sports balls and things that you're doing this week. Sports. That's it. All right. Uh, my parting shot is I would like to profusely apologize to the late great William Shakespeare for what we have done tonight. Unfortunately, we're going to be doing it again Friday night. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope we get to do the Scottish play. Uh, I do have some Macbeth. Oh, it's a Scottish play. So, all right, we'll be back. I'll, I, like I said, in spite of popular demand, I will be, I will be in the host seat again on Friday. And everyone, have a great day, rest of your week, and we'll see you then. Bye. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence!